2: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
3: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
0: If you're like many people, you may be surprised to learn that one in five adults in this country
2: experienced mental illness last year. Yet, far too many fail to receive the support they need. Carillon Behavioral Health is doing something about it. They understand that behavioral health as a key part of whole health, delivering
4: compassionate care that treats physical, mental, emotional, and social needs in tandem. Carillon Behavioral Health, raising the quality of life through empathy and action.
5: Where to begin? Should we talk Manitoba hockey? No! No, 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 no! Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I, I, th- there's days like this, I come in here and I keep hearing this voice in my head like, play the hits! You gotta play the hits! I keep hearing that, right? And I'm like, well, well, if I'm gonna play the hits, I can't really, I can't really go with Nashville and Winnipeg. I thought it was <laughs> you know, I thought it was a, a, a really gutsy effort by Pekka Rene. I thought he was wonderful. I, I don't want to do a deep dive on that. I th- you know, he really answered the the call, and you know, he, he did. But do I need to really break that down? And as much as I, uh, you know, big Red, long time, lifetime Red Sox fan, and they won in Yankee Stadium. It's a, <laughs> big, what, 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 it's a big rivalry, and all that, and uh, we'll get there at some point. Uh, so then I had this voice in my head from some other programming genius that told me, Ben, it doesn't really matter what you talk about, but you got to have passion for it. You got to be into it because the person listening you can figure out when you're being a phony. So I thought, well, what of all the things that are happening right now, of all the things that are going on, what's the story that's got my attention? What's the story that I'm locked in on? And the one that I'm fascinated with at this moment is in the NFL. I realize it's, it's May. There's not much going on in the NFL, but that story in Detroit, I would. I, I woke up. Now we do the overnight show, so I woke up and I'm like, what, "Did he lose his job? What happened?" I was like, "I was dying to find out." I was while I was sleeping, what happened? Uh, and so far, so good. I, I think we can agree that so far, so good for Matt Patricia, the embattled uh, Lions coach from something that happened 22 years ago. Uh, he is still the embattled Lions coach. Patricia using a previously scheduled opportunity to chat with the fourth estate in the Motor City to defend his good name. He uh, repeated a lot of what was in the prepared statement. He did also read from a prepared statement. He did take questions as well, uh, that he was innocent from what happened in 1996. He was charged with aggravated sexual assault, Uh, that story hitting the Detroit newspapers uh, this week. And so Patricia address that he did take some questions but he did prepare a uh, statement let's hear actually some of what matt patricia had to say here and it was uh, mainly a defense strategy the defense system was in effect for the lions coach
2: i'm here to defend my honor and clear my name 22 years ago i was falsely accused of some very serious allegations there were claims made about me that never happened while i'm thankful on one level that the process worked and the case was dismissed at the same time, I was never given the opportunity to clear my name. All
5: right, so he read from a prepared statement that you heard right there, and then he took some questions from the the media. He didn't go into a lot of of detail. I got to tell you though, I, I know this is uh, you know if he did this, this is terrible, right? But uh, I I can't. 1996, man. I mean, I'm I was around. I was doing stuff. I was you know I can't. You remember, like I, I know if it, I guess if it was a big life event you'd remember. If you if you got charged with rape, you would remember it. But I, just general day to day stuff, I can't. Like it's all, I guess it's like that commercial where you don't remember dates, you remember you, know, the, 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 you remember events per se, but not dates, right? Or, or because they'll ask you, well, what happened on this day or what happened? You don't remember a lot of that stuff. All right, here's more from the Lions head coach who talks about the. Uh, where that would rank on the uh, spectrum of life events? That the thing back in 1996.
2: This was something that was very traumatic to me when I was 21 years old. And once it was finally addressed, I tried to put it behind me.
5: All right. Well, it's good. All right. And then one last. Just you. You sum this up if you could. There. Sum this up in a nice little package.
2: I find it unfair and upsetting that someone would bring this claim up over two decades later for the sole purpose of hurting my family, my friends. And this organization, with the intention of trying to damage my character and credibility, I was innocent then, and I am innocent now.
5: All right, they dropped the mic. He walked off. That was it. All right, so here's the deal. All right, this is where we are. Let's talk about this. I'm inter- This is not. Is this not interesting? I mean, this this is tremendous to me. The story because you could you have someone who was either wrongly accused or did it and got away with it. Right. I mean, I don't, I, is there any gray area? Is there any other scenario here? I I guess, uh, I I don't know. What what would the other scenario be? All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the question, is the guy you just heard that I never even heard his voice all that time he was the Patriots defensive coordinator, but is that guy, Matt Patricia, out of the woods? Is he out of the woods? We've made it through 24 hours since that story that's over 20 years old resurfaced here. Is he out of the woods? The answer is not yet. The answer is not yet. My, my thoughts on this: you've got the waiting game, dirty laundry, and bigger fish, and we'll tie all this together here. Now, number one, uh, you know that that phrase: "Waiting is the hardest part." When you're a kid, you're waiting for uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or your birthday. You're waiting for a present. Uh, man, that sucks. Waiting just, bro- or you're waiting at school for the clock to to get through the end of the day so you can get the hell out of it. it just doesn't move. That Matt Patricia right now is forced. To play the waiting game, right. and so far, it's we've made it through the twenty-four hour window, the first first window, the first uh, acid test, if you will, and the other shoe has not dropped. Uh, there are no media companies, no media companies that have dropped the other bombshell. Now we know, we know that they have attempted to contact the woman in question here. The uh, alleged victim, or, if you believe Matt Patricia, the alleged liar, uh, but back in 1996. So they've been trying to interview this woman. In fact, the Detroit Free Press tonight issued a, a statement saying that attempts to reach her have so far been unsuccessful. So that's where we are with that. Now, this does not appear to be a Bill Cosby situation. What I mean by that is we have not, and again, it's the first day, maybe that'll come out, we've not heard from a bunch of other people that have crawled out of the woodwork here to say, hey, Matt Patricia did the same thing to me. And it's like the the stories about Bill Cosby going around and uh, dropping a little something-something in the drink and then having a uh, good time uh, for him, uh, That that those stories popped up all over the place. Like there were a bunch of people that came forward. There's nothing uh, so far anyway uh, with Matt Patricia. So there's no pattern of, bad behavior, that does matter. Uh, Patricia, he circled the wagons. We, we played the audio there. You heard a lot of it, a lot of the stuff that Patricia had to say talking to the media in Detroit, which is encouraging. He didn't hide from it. He answered some of the questions. It was all on camera. But wait, there's more. Bill Belichick, the old curmudgeon Bill Belichick, came to the defense of his former defensive guru. He did say the Patriots were unaware of this past transgression, which uh, according to one of the uh, legal beagles uh, I know, is it would have been illegal for the Patriots to ask about that, uh, but that in the Massachusetts state law. Anyway, uh, but you had Belichick lauding the integrity of Matt Patricia. It's a good word, lauding. Don't use it much. Good word. All right, uh, this, the second thing here, as we yap on Fox Sports Radio. As for some of those goody two shoes who are now evangelizing, saying that Matt Patricia should be fired, not because he did or didn't do this, but because he did not reveal this incident in his past to the Lions or, for that matter, the Patriots. That that is a fireable offense. Now, here's my position on this: utterly. Ridiculous, right? And in your life, well, because we don't, we're not Matt Patricia. We know this guy, but you know yourself. I know myself. Would you tell on yourself if you feel you did nothing wrong, and you were not convicted of a crime here? Would you say, "Hey, oh, by the way, even though I wasn't convicted," would you do that? Matt Patricia was not bound. To disclose uh, this allegation, he was not convicted. Right? In fact, if he had, that would have been absurd. The, the Texas legal system decided there was not enough there for a trial without the alleged victim's testimony. This happens all the time in these type of cases. If you are, uh, if you're innocent, right? If you're, if you think, hey, I didn't get convicted here, I think I'm innocent. Uh you don't have to talk about your dirty laundry that has been in your mind washed through the test of 20 plus years had the, now had the lions done their due diligence and quizzed Matt Patricia this had come up maybe maybe it did maybe they're lying about that uh that would have been different right but from what i'm told the many employers they check you know the, the standard background check for criminal conv- convictions or if you've made some kind of plea deal, they check for that, but they don't check for a, a, how many times you've been arrested if you've never been convicted or no plea deal, uh, and you know if you've been charged with anything. Um, my guy, the the big sports lawyer Michael McCann uh, says that since Patricia was charged as an adult, is twenty one years old, uh, that that guarantees that this is you, know, you once you're charged as an adult, that's on your public record for uh, forever and ever and ever. You take that to the grave and beyond. Uh, you can't expunge that from the wreck. And they, they claim even driving infractions. Remember that time I was leaving the Fox Sports Radio studios? I may, I drove one block, uh, and my headlights weren't on. I got a $400 ticket from the Los Angeles Police Department. Uh, Probably the worst injustice by police work ever uh, that particular night. Uh, Terrible job by those police officers. I'm sure they've been reprimanded. Uh, One block. uh, I'm not drunk. I'm leaving the radio station. One block. uh, How about, hey, stupid, turn your lights on. Uh, No, here's a $400 ticket. Screw you. Uh, Now, the last thing on this Matt Patricia story, barring any additional info, like as we talked about, the alleged victim doing an interview, crying on camera, uh, saying that Matt Patricia ruined her life uh, or or other people coming forward, then this should die on the vine. We're not going to close it yet, right? There will be bigger fish to fry. And remember, it's not the same, but it's in the same context. Vance Joseph, having the time of his life, he wasn't having the time of, of his life when he first got hired as the Bronco coach. Uh, Because some stuff in his past came out that he was accused of some uh, hanky-panky activity of the illegal variety while he was at the University of Colorado. I don't even remember that. And he just did an interview. He didn't even go on camera about it. If I remember correctly, he just did an interview with a, a newspaper in Denver, and the Broncos didn't fire him. They didn't even fire him after this terrible Bronco team this past year they didn't fire him. So uh, the number I had yesterday was 15%. There's a 15% chance that Matt Patricia loses his job. I'm staying firm at 15%. I'm not moving off that. With the information that we have at this time, unless one of those other bombshell stories comes out, I'm staying at 15%. That's where I'm staying. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We say hello to a longtime resident of Manitoba. He flies in to do this show
6: Ralph, Wreck-It Ralph Irvin is right over there. He's in for Eddie. He's <laughs> down the street in my 64. The world capital of Slurpee consumption, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah.
5: I can't believe you moved there years ago, though. You left San Diego for Winnipeg. It's very odd that you would make that move. Blue Bombers needed something special, and I was ready to deliver. You know, I actually have a friend of mine that has, uh, he used to work in Toronto, radio guy. And he is the afternoon, I think he's still the afternoon guy in Winnipeg at the, one of the big sports stations there.
6: One of the big sports stations because well, there's major, multiple. It's a
5: metropolis. Yes. You know, are you talking about? It's a major hotbed of hot I've been a guest on the radio in Winnipeg. How about that?
6: Well there you go. Yeah. They love me in Winnipeg. Well, they also yeah. as I say they love Slurpees and uh craft macaroni and cheese. So there I'm, you go. I'm big in Winnipeg. Big. You're big here. I'm big there. I'm big... you don't need to play the buzzer. There's no. Danny, look at the, him.
5: He's big. Really? Hey, you. you're a tall guy. Yeah. You came and harassed me again. I was having a production meeting, and you harassed me. You barged in there to the production meeting. It's a bad job by you. Uh, leave the door open. It's not barging. No, no. You, you're supposed to walk by. If you see people meeting, then you walk by. Meeting with yourself? I was meeting with the computer is what I was doing. I was, I was having a one-on-one with the Sounds computer. like a
6: personal problem.
5: I wasn't you, watching, do we need
6: to worry about you having uh, uh, carpal tunnel syndrome like David Price? No, Bryce? I wasn't
5: watching porn or anything like that. I wasn't doing
6: anything. I didn't insinuate that. Uh, I was uh, talking uh, about you and the computer and the keyboard. Goodness gracious. Now, when I was
5: a kid, Ralph, I'm moving away from your little uh, nonsense. So, uh, so when I was a kid, I used to, <clears throat> not even a kid. I, I Actually, I, I, I've done this as an adult. Such a loser. Uh, we get on the radio, and we do, I remember doing this on the radio, but we did this when I was younger, too. What are the worst, most unattractive matchups you can possibly have in like the the Super Bowl, the World Series, the NBA finals the uh the Stanley Cup. now, this never happens in basketball because there's always the the same handful of teams end up meeting in the NBA finals, uh, and we didn't do it much with hockey, but I would argue if you did say what if you can give me four teams that are nondescript, don't have national
6: followings. One Stanley Cup amongst the four teams in if, their if, histories.
5: If you could come up with the four teams that collectively in the conference finals would be about as aesthetically unpleasing as possible, they've done a pretty good job this year. Well, it's funny. They've you, done a pretty good
6: job at the NHL. It's funny you talk about, you know, thinking about that as, as a youngster. When you were a youngster, only one of these teams even existed. In fact— oh, That's not true. I'm a millennial. Even All then— these teams. Yeah. One of these teams existed. I was born last year.
5: When they, well, had, <laughs> what, what, when they had the expansion draft for my Golden Knights. Uh-huh. Yeah,
6: yeah. Okay. A
5: newborn baby. Sound older than I am, though. Newborn kid. You know. Who is that, Shirley? No, it's not. That's uh, not Shirley. So that's uh, great. I'm sure there'll be tons of people watching Las Vegas and Winnipeg. That is going to be humongous. That is going to be massive. Is it not? Come on.
6: It's the NHL,
5: so... If I owned an N, See, if I was in charge of the NHL, I would fire... Well, I guess if you're an owner, you don't care, but... Gary Bettman learned that weasel. Gary Bettman learned under David Stern, like he was the right hand man for David Stern at the NBA. David Stern, those years when he was the commissioner, like they made sure the top teams got into the finals, like pretty much every year, right? They got into the final, and so, so now it, well, that didn't carry over to hockey. Clearly, it didn't uh, didn't carry over. Anyway, we will right, well, take your calls if you would like to be part. There's a lineup. We're gonna see. I hit this button right here. This is pretty cool and it just opens up all the phone lines like magic. It's just awesome. It's abracadabra, hocus pocus. There's a line open for you. 877. 877 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, or as I first called it, Tweeter. That's at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities Get on the Twitter! Yes, absolutely. We'll call this... The
6: Party Pooper. The Party Pooper. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Research has shown that you get even more out of the Ben Maller show when you follow along on Twitter. It's the playground for our P1s. Message the voices in the night. Follow Big Ben at Ben Maller. And you can follow me at Ralph Irvin FSR. Take an E, my ass. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here he is, Ben Maller.
5: We'll get to the party pooper coming up in a couple minutes. The Maller Militia checking in. Cardiac San says, "Ben, you said Wreckett Ralph is from Canada. I thought he was black. Who knew? Yeah, I, I don't. I, listen, he's a man of mystery. Uh, he, we, nobody knows what what he looks like. Uh, no one knows. But uh, yeah, he used to host Afternoon Drive with my friends Hustler and Rick Ralph on uh, the big sports station in Winnipeg back in the day. Yeah." my guy, Rick Ralphman. Go back to where We worked in Toronto. Good, guy, good radio guy. I'm not making that up. Don't, don't look at me like that. Uh, who else do we have, Lucy? Can't read that one on the air. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, ben, for the uh, sake of him and the historically pathetic Lions organization, I hope Matt Patricia is cleared and he has a great head coaching career. Maybe not with the Lions, but when someone is charged of anything, regardless if innocent or not, they will be labeled for life. Life, he says. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, who else do we have? There's a question. Uh, where is it? Let me find it. I got a lot of stuff here. Uh, Tim writes in Are you going to have your laugh track tonight for the lame jokes? If not, who do I have? Uh, is there a, an audition? Oh, he said, Oh, is Weedman hippie? Uh, Weedman quit the show. So he had a hissy fit the other day and quit the show. So I don't think he'll be calling in. If you would like to audition to be the laugh track, though, if anyone wants to call, but you have a really good laugh and you think you can handle the job, <laughs> we will take auditions. If you would like to be my laugh track for Big Ben's Lame Jokes, well, if you want to do that, call up. And when the line opens up, you get you get through here at 877-99 on Fox. You can give it a go. Well, what, 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 to, the fo- what, what, to the phones, we say hello To Bob in Bowling Green. He's got a golden ticket. He's cashing a golden ticket. That's why he's going first. Because
7: I've got a golden
5: ticket. See, Bob, this is the part
8: you... What happened? Oh, nothing. I just was waiting for. I figured I got more of a golden ticket song than that. I was surprised. Oh,
5: I played again. He wants to hear more of the song. Because
7: I've got a golden ticket. All
5: right. That's awesome. I appreciate it. All right. Hold on a second. Play it again, Danny. He wants to hear it one more time. Go ahead. Play it one more time. Go ahead.
7: (laughs) i got a golden ticket.
5: All right. We're out of time, Bob. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) you there? I don't know. Where where the hell are you going? Without listening. What? Without listening. I had to go
8: three days and nights without listening to you or the podcast, and it was just awful.
5: I'm glad you're out. Of, and, I'm glad you're out of jail.
8: Well, and see, well, no, I had bail money. I only stayed there six hours, but I really did break my phone. Yeah. But um, yeah. the locally, the four-letter place is the only local station.
9: Yeah.
8: And it was, I, and it's like I tried to listen to them, and it's like listening to my ex-wife just go on and on. <laughs> it was so awful. I actually missed my ex-wife's voice. That's how bad it was.
5: <laughs> that is a. Condemnation—that is an indictment, I would say. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Well, hey, I'm glad you're you're back. You fixed your phone, or you bought a new phone? I bought a new one. Yeah. It's uh, an LG phone, and uh, you like the, really, You like the LG? I'm an iPhone guy. You like the LG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was affordable, and I didn't have to have
8: the a $900 phone. This yeah. was in my budget and it works, so yeah. I don't really need a you know. nine hundred
5: dollar phone either. You know, the iPhone's not really worth nine hundred; it's what they charge for it. So that's that's the uh, the deal on that. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, this has been a fascinating conversation, Bob. I'm so happy that we talked here. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, I feel like I know no, I know more about you. Your LG phone. How you got the? When did you get the golden ticket? I forget when did you get the golden ticket?
8: I called in that night, and uh,
5: by three in the morning,
8: and I just was on a roll. I was talking about my rescue dog Squirt, and I said I made the joke. I said, "Well, there's not too many men that can brag when they lay down in the bed they got a 12 pound winger between their legs." Oh, that's
5: right. I remember you. Yeah. Okay. That that was worthy of a golden ticket. This call's not worthy of a golden ticket, but that was worthy of a golden ticket. That was good. Yeah. You added some sugar to the show. That was good. Yeah. Ken. Uh,
8: uh, yeah. I I have you right up there with Jesus Elvis and John Wayne. the guy.
5: That's a promo. Mark tape All right, Thank you. All right, and don't ever stop doing whatever you're doing. Right? <laughs>
10: Does this mean you're going to die on a toilet?
5: <laughs> well, depending on what I eat, that could be the could be the case. It's uh, that's a distinct possibility. All right, we you're, we're getting backed up already. We'll uh, and we are submitting. That's a good idea by listener Tim, since uh, Weed Man had a hissy fit and took his uh, phone and ran away or whatever. If you would like to be part and be the laugh track for later on. If you've got a really distinctive funny laugh and you would like to try out, we will give you the opportunity here at 877-99-Fox. We'll get to that party pooper. Also, it's just minor stuff. We'll get to that as well from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios.
6: But first, Wreck-It Ralph is here with the latest. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And it was quite a night in Nashville as the Winnipeg Jets made history. Wheeler plays it back up top to The to ace Saros to save rebound.
8: Score! Paul Stasty bangs in a rebound of a
6: Patrick Lion-Ace shot. Power play, gold Jets. It's 4-1. Winnipeg. TSN 1290 in the Jets Radio Network with the call as they win 5-1 in Game 7 of that series, eliminating Nashville from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Next up will be the Vegas Golden Knights in the Western Conference Finals. Neither franchise has ever advanced this far in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Ten games on the Thursday night MLB scoreboard. Boston snapped the Yankees' eight-game winning streak, beating New York 5-4. Atlanta won their eighth straight on the road, sinking the Marlins 9-2. Baltimore reached double-digit wins for the season. They beat Kansas City 11-6. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car-buying experience. No NBA tonight because they're getting set for the conference finals. Game 1 in the East will be on Sunday with Boston. No, no,
5: it's not Sunday. It's going to be two months from now. They want the players to rest up. They're fatigued. It'll feel like two months, but
6: it'll be Sunday. Sunday afternoon, too, right? It's not a night game. It's an afternoon game. Well, that's because LeBron has you know, has to get there for early bird dinner. But no, no be he, that would Cleveland be Cleveland versus No no Boston. that would
5: be him going to a nice steakhouse in Boston after the game. Or not dinner early well, he's not going is he gonna eat dinner in the locker room? Is that what he's gonna do? He might, yes. Isn't
6: the game at three thirty Eastern? Isn't that when the game starts on Sunday? Okay, then he'll have a normal time dinner. How's that? He doesn't like to stay up too late, he's you know, up in years.
5: Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's uh, the Ben Mather Show. We're hanging out here together, you and I, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. This guy Henley listens every night. He goes insane when I talk about professional basketball. He cannot stand me talking about the NBA he writes in says, praise be, I think I have the Vapors, a Maller monologue that wasn't all bouncy ball all the time. I thought I was going to gas myself to death all week. That was from Henley. <laughs> We're looking out for you, Henley. But there, I do have some basketball stuff on my list, unfortunately. Not a full Maller monologue. I might have to mix one in just to annoy him. Though.
10: Could be worse. He could be stuck in the studio with the monitors on.
5: <laughs> that would be that would be unfortunate. That would be unfortunate. Uh, let's see. Can't read that on the air. Uh, Chris says, uh, pretty sure the most shocking part of the Matt Patricia story was his voice. His,
10: uh, it was yeah uh, yeah. Coop brought that up when I was playing the uh, sound bites for you. He was like, that does not fit what he looks like.
5: Yeah, it's not the most outrageous difference. Like, the most outrageous difference in all of sports is, I would say. David Wright of the Mets. Mm,
10: I got one for you, too. Dave Stewart of the Oakland A's. Well, that's old school. That is old school. He's an old man. But he but, had a helium voice, sound like he sucked in a balloon. Mike what? Tyson. Yeah. But again, that's old school. We got used to
5: Tyson. But I guess David voice. Wright's not playing baseball anymore. He hasn't played in a couple of years, so that's old school, too. Yeah. Someone else that has an odd sounding voice that's odd, that doesn't fit their body. We did this just recently with we did. We have who done was, this. Who we was have that? done this. Yeah, I don't remember. I try to forget the show. I don't want to remember. (laughs) I I think
10: it was somebody where we had never heard their voice before. Was it Kawhi Leonard? Yes.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. Odd-sounding voices. That should be a balderdash board. That should be a balderdash board. Oh, good news. David Wright has been transferred to the 60-day DL, uh, and he remains without a timeline to return for the Mets. A couple weeks ago, he was put on the 60-day DL. Well, here's a party pooper for you. We take you to the NFL and uh, there was a, a nice house party. Nice house party in Florida. having a, Guys having a good time, why not, in Jacksonville. And some punk, some 18-year-old punk decides, you know what I want to do? I want to come over and I want to I rummage through the cars. I would like to rummage through the cars, so that's exactly what he did. And the way the story is being told here, I love this. Blake Bortles and his Jacksonville teammates Thwart, suspected thief. That sounds like a wonderful story. Doesn't that sound like a great story? And then you actually hear what happened, and you're like, well, anyone would have done that. I would have done that. You would have done that. Like, what's the big deal? Blake Bortles had his wallet stolen from his pickup truck. What's the most amazing part of that story? That he left his wallet in the truck or that he's a starting quarterback in the NFL and he drives a truck. Which part of that is the most amazing? If there was a starting quarterback that would drive a truck, you would probably say Blake Bortles would be the one to drive a truck, but still. Yeah,
10: but is it like a $65,000 truck, or is it a mm. beater, like a, a truck you'd find rusted on a farm?
5: It was an F-150. Like how How souped up can an F-150 get? I know the base model, but then if you got it really cranked up with all the bells and whistles and the... The top sound system and the 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 wa- the tires the whole thing. I mean, how much more can you add on? Can you make a four F one fifty? Could you make that into a hundred thousand dollar car?
10: Could you turn that into a hundred thousand dollar car? I guess if you put a hundred thousand dollars in the back of the car. <laughs> I googled most expensive F one fifty. It yeah. says seventy one thousand dollars. Fully loaded. Yes. Okay. How about the
5: wallet? Anyone ever left their wallet? I've done that before. I've had my car broken into multiple times. One of the producers here in the back was complaining when I came in that his car was broken into here at work, which is, uh, I think, very encouraging. Uh, Very, very encouraging indeed. Uh, But, yeah, this 18-year-old, he was charged with auto theft, auto burglary, trespassing in Duval County. Duval! Just like that. Uh, So they have surveillance video of this guy, and uh, he... He wanted to steal Blake Bortles' car. He tried to steal the truck. He got in. Now, supposedly, Bortles didn't lock the truck. You know, why would you? You know, I, who needs? To, that's so European not to lock doors, isn't it? That's what they do in Europe. They don't lock doors anyway. So he, uh, the, the guy, goes. He didn't really, Is it breaking in? I guess it is technically breaking into the car, but the car wasn't locked. You know, so the degree of difficulty was not uh, was not high for the criminal act. So the guy gets in the car. He's rummaging through the car. He finds Bortles' wallet. And and then he tries to like back the car. It's on a big mansion in Florida. Tries to back. He wants to back the truck down, and so he he starts it. He gets the the, the criminal gets behind the wheel, and he starts moving it, kind of back and forth. But there's all these cars because a bunch of NFL guys, a bunch of Jacksonville players, are there having a party. So he he's apparently not that bright. He not He's not a good driver. Maybe he's intoxicated. I don't know. Maybe both. Who knows? So he can't get off the driveway, so he's like, ah, screw it, you know? So he's he doesn't steal the truck because he doesn't he can't back down the driveway because there's too many cars that are blocking his path. And then for some reason he tossed down Bortle's wallet in the driveway. And a few minutes later, he like walks into the party. He's not invited. He's a he's not invited to the party. He like, walks into this party while these NFL guys are <laughs> And one of the one of the Jacksonville players, uh, an offensive lineman, uh, apparently said, "Hey, who's this guy? Wait a minute!" And they they put two and two together, and they realized he wasn't supposed to be there. And then they held him, uh, Blake Bortles, and a couple of his teammates there. They just made sure he stayed in, until the police arrived. That that seems like something anyone would do. Right? Do, Doesn't do, that do, seem do, like any any one of us would if you if somebody if you're at a party, someone's there who's not supposed to be there and you, you suspect criminal activity, wouldn't you make sure they they stay there until the police show up, right?
10: Do you think for a few minutes they just thought it was their backup quarterback?
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, possibly. Or yeah, maybe there was their mascot. You know, there's that uh,
10: Jack. Well, I, I want to know why and maybe this is cuz we've lived in the city for so many years, but have you ever left your wallet in your vehicle ever?
5: Uh, when that's, I when I was younger, I did, and then I got I got stolen, and I never is, did again. Yeah,
10: that that's something you just don't do.
5: That's a rookie mistake. A, <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad job by, by Boris. But I've had my car broken into many times living in the big dirty city. I've had that's happened. So you ever had your car broken into?
10: Yeah, yeah, I've had Indeed. it. But I, I was smart. I had nothing in it. The only thing they stole, why would they take it? They, they took my garage opener. Ooh. That was on the br- yeah. Were you afraid
5: know. they were going to come in your garage and all that? Yeah.
10: No, luckily my car was parked elsewhere. It wasn't at my house, but uh, yeah, they I guess they could have looked through paperwork. Yeah, I've had in my car the glove bro- box, but
5: I've had my car broken into 3 times over the years.
10: Well, you used to live in a really ritzy area uh in Hollywood, so.
5: Yeah. No, two of them, well one of them was at uh, Staples Center trying to park for free on the street downtown LA. Uh, right, near, right near Skid Row.
10: It's really surprising that you were trying to save money. Yeah.
5: Surprising, too, there would be a criminal element down there. I can't believe that. Uh, and then at work, uh, years ago, I was traveling with the Dodgers. I decided I'd leave my car at the radio station while I was on the road. Got back uh, after a road trip and uh, clicked. You know how you click the thing to open the you know, the locks in your, your uh, car there, and then glass starts falling down? That's a bad sign. That's, a, that's an uncomfortable thing. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So Ben Maller, Sean Fox will take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. How about Ben Simmons, the Sixer guard who can't shoot a lick past like five or six feet? He was asked whether or not he's going to change his jump shot, because it's not very good. And he said the following quote minor things, but changing the whole shot, uh, nah, not going to do that. This is great news for the Boston Celtics. This is great news for every other team in the Eastern Conference because if he continues with that shot, the Sixers aren't going anywhere. That's a dead-end street is what that is. All right, Again, we'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox. Got the MLB Pick'em. Here's the Who Am I game. And we'll we'll do basketball, why not, just to annoy that guy Henley. Here's the Who Am I game. Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, he has set a record for the most shot attempts by a rookie in any individual postseason. Breaking my record. Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz, this year, he just set a record for the most shot attempts by a rookie in a single NBA postseason, breaking
6: my rookie record. Who am I? The answer next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page, at Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios and Ben Maller. We'll have the MLB pick'em coming up in a couple minutes for
5: you. But first, the Who Am I game. That would be right about now, the Who Am I game. Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz, he set a record this postseason for the most shot attempts by a rookie in a single playoff uh, year. Well, it wouldn't be multiple because you wouldn't be a rookie. Uh, but that is the uh, the question is, uh, I'm the one that had the record prior to Donovan Mitchell, so who am I? That's the the question. We'll give you the answer in a moment, see did anyone get it right? We're looking, we're looking here and a bunch of answers on this and a lot of ridiculous answers. A lot of ridiculous answers. Uh, Greg's going with Wayne Gretzky. Mr. Nice Guy says the the freak, Tim Linsicum is your answer. Pepe the Pew from Ernie in Michigan. Robbie the Mariner fan says absolutely no idea. Julius Caesar from Cardiac Stanley Dwayne Wade tossed out by Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield. The Raider hater checks in with big country Bryant Reeves. One button Bob Gary. No, it's not one button. It's wrong button. You screwed that up. It's a bad job, but he's wrong button Bob is his nickname. You got to get it right. Let's see. Magic Johnson from Mike in the LBC. Kevin McHale tossed out by a guy in Minnesota. Ralph, do you have an answer? Absolutely.
6: Benoit Benjamin.
5: Uh, incorrect funny guy uh, the correct answer from the 1993 phoenix suns that lost to the chicago bulls in the nba finals richard dumas there's a random name who richard dumas uh, not, never heard of he, him. he played for the suns he didn't play long he had uh, substance abuse issues and so he got kicked out, booted out of the NBA after a short time. But uh, he had he had the previous record. Now keep in mind that Jason Tatum is almost guaranteed of having the new record because the Celtics are guaranteed of four games at least. And Tatum has 170 shot attempts this postseason for the Celtics. Donovan Mitchell had 243. So you got to get 70 shot attempts in in a minimum of four games for Tatum. So if he averages uh, you know, 12, 15 shot, at 10, he's gonna, it's going to be close. The series isn't going to go just four games. It'll go longer than that. So the odds are that Tatum will have the record once this postseason is done. Uh, Dunski's, as they say. And uh, we are not Dunski's right now because there's fantasy baseball. We call it the MLB Pick'em Daily fantasy fun. We'll each pick three players. We have yet to add the pitching element. I don't know why we haven't added that yet, but we have not done that yet. So instead, we'll just pick three random baseball players, all position players, and we're short on time, Coop, so uh, who won? Ben, I was the winner. Nobody cares. All right, you've got the first pick. Go ahead. I will go with
10: Javi Baez. It's a very bad first pick. Danny G. Ah, Coop left me with Mike Trout. All right, Trout is off the board. That's cool. He's uh, he's in a little slump.
5: Uh, you know who's not in a slump? Francisco Lindor. He's got no ha- hair, but he's still got a bat. Still got a bat. Uh, Ralph, what do you got, Ralph? Jose Altuve and Mookie Betts. Okay, you can have that. From my Houston Astros, George
10: Springer. George Springer. Danny G. How about Aaron Judge?
5: Eh. Don't,
10: eh. Eh, I'm excited about that. I uh, dare you. Coop, who
5: you got Coop. I'll go with J.D. Martinez. Oh, Red Sox. Uh, Coop's a Red Sox. And Man, Justin Upton.
10: <laughs> oh, Upton. Eh, interesting. Uh, Danny G. Oakland's in the house. Chris Davis with a K. K. Okay. The
5: A's offense, about where I thought they would be at this point. Falling apart the last couple of weeks. You're a hater. But that's fine. Reality has set in. I was right, as I always am. Uh, my last pick from uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Man, is that a good baseball team. I'm gonna take Adam Jones down with the Joneses and with the final pick, the most irrelevant pick in the MLB pick'em, Ralph, it Ralph Irvin. Freddie Freeman. Yeah, you don't pick a guy after he has five hits, Ralph. That's bad MLB pick'em etiquette. Because when you get five hits in one game, you ain't gonna get five hits or even three hits in the next game. It's a bad job by the Marlins. Shut up. It is a bit of a hardball mystery. What's really going on with the fourth fourth highest paid player in baseball? We will discuss that and a whole lot more. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. If you had the Yankees sweeping the Red Sox, you are a loser. The Red Sox bounce back and win. They get a 5-4 win on a J.D. Martinez home run. And so they avoid the sweep. And so the Yankees and Red Sox have the same exact record after 37 games. They are 26-11. and 11. And there are only like 10 games left in the baseball season. So we are coming down the stretch in Major League Baseball. A lot is about to be decided. The next week is going to determine what happens in baseball. Now, there's a couple things here, and we're going to get to David Price because I find that the most compelling thing about baseball right now. There's some other stuff that caught my attention. But uh, J.D. Martinez, who hit that home run, which was a Yankee Stadium home run, which means it was a bit of a bogus home run. Bit of a bogus home run, right? I mean, it was pretty pretty bad. Uh, J.D. Martinez is projected now in his first year with the Red Sox to hit 39 home runs and 127 RBIs. So that's, you know, that's, that's what we call living up to the contract. That's what we call living up to the contract. Now, what about Giancarlo Stanton? Giancarlo Stanton, who has been hot and cold and all that, he is projected to hit 39 home runs and drive in 101 runs. So essentially, the since you're, you're talking about run production right now, and I know we're you know May baseball. Oh my God, a you know, bunch of time left. But so so far, Giancarlo Stanton and JD Martinez are tracking in the power categories about the same. Now, JD Martinez is hitting a hundred points higher than Giancarlo Stanton, but still. The, the run producing is what they get paid for. Uh, the, the other thing here that you talk about baseball, this, let's just get to the point. Get to the point, please. Uh, David Price. What the F is going on with David Price? Now, after being scratched from a start this week that was supposed to be in Yankee Stadium, the Red Sox, they made this very odd announcement about their ace. Now, if you have not been following baseball closely, maybe you've been out of the loop. Although, even if you mildly pay attention to this kind of stuff, It's pretty hard to avoid it, but perhaps you have. Uh, David Price made a miraculous recovery from what was reported yesterday as carpal tunnel-like symptoms. And he is going to make his next start like a conquering hero in Canada this weekend against the Toronto Blue Jays, his old team. Now, the cantankerous left-hander, who's getting paid a boatload of money here, good for him, uh, had allegedly been experiencing numbness in his pitching hand. That's a problem, man. You go you go on WebMD and you see you've got numbness, you think, man, that's it. Game over. Done. You know, start, start digging a grave. Uh, so he had this numbness. So the Red Sox said uh, Price, the, the rumor was that it was from video games. Either that or excessive uh, pleasure. Uh, but uh, most likely video games. And so Price says that video games, while they may have played a role in the condition they didn't cause the condition. That's what we call weasel terminology. Like, well, yeah, I play a lot of video games, and uh, but this is not the cause of it. Could it be that that's because there is no issue? Could that be why? Now, he did say, Price, that he's going to cut back. This is great. You talk about being noble, being a leader of men. David Price said that he's going to cut back on playing video games. Now, right, we have some of the audio. All right, let's play some of the – let's go to the audio tape, as they say – and uh, here's Price talking about the dilemma when it comes to video games.
2: I mean, if that was the cause of the problem, I mean, it started, you know, back in 1997 when I got my first PlayStation when I was 12 years old. probably did. I've yeah. always played video games. I've always played it with my teammates, you know, in the off season at the field, you know, at the hotel. That's that's kind of my my generation. It's, that's what we do. You know, if I need to shut down video games and, and pick up a new hobby – so be it, but I do not think that's the cause.
5: Jerk yourself away. How come we don't play video games together? I mean, we're bad teammates. We don't play video games. We got to play video games together. We got to be more like baseball players. We used to play video games together. We did. When did we play video games? Together? Uh, we had a couple different mobile games that we. Oh, that's played. right. Yeah, um, what was that? That was Trivia Crack that we played, tri- right? Yeah, Trivia Crack,
11: and then we also had the uh, the My Vegas. Oh, I loved. I stopped playing that. Do you still it, play My no, Vegas? I don't
5: play it either. I don't play it either. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're because we're high rollers. We don't need to play that. That's you right. Know, we're whales. Uh, we don't need to play. When you're whales, you get all the comps anyway in Vegas. Is that even still around? Is that My Vegas still around? I, oh, I don't it's even know. Ex,
11: it's, it's expanded, like really? way beyond what it was when we used to play.
5: I just remember that Frank Sinatra song playing in a loop over <laughs> and over <laughs> again. <I> just, <laughs> that's, all I re, that's all I remember about that. No, the games, uh, there's two games I'm addicted to right now on my phone. I got Word Crack. I've already, I've, I've been playing it thousands of games. I've played one listener. I've, I've, I have ran in random people, one listener. I love Word Crack. That's a good game. And then the other one is this like uh, galaxy shooter type game, which is uh, which is kind of cool. I'm pretty lame with the games. But anyway, we don't play. We don't play these games. It's a bad job by us. All right, so you heard the audio of David Price. Let's, let's discuss here. The question, do you believe David Price is actually battling carpal tunnel condition, the, the carpal tunnel syndrome? Now, after a Careful review with the information I have at this time. I do not buy this story. It reeks is what it does. My viewpoint on this, you've got Pinocchio, Yankee-itis, and oblivious. And we'll work our way through this. We'll bind everything together. You know the drill. All right, first of all, this story does not pass the smell test. Appears to me the Red Sox, what they're doing here is they're trying to protect David Price. He's a $30 million ball player. And so this is a sloppy fable about video games, which Price was trying to distance himself uh, from. But they, they were trying to come up with something. They couldn't say, hey, the guy doesn't have any balls. That's why he didn't want to pitch. They couldn't say that, right? So instead, you know, he's lacking machismo. They couldn't say that. So they cooked up this lame video game thing. It's about as dumb an excuse as you can come up with. Even my childhood friend Pinocchio is embarrassed that the, uh, the Red Sox could not come up with something better than this. I mean, you you got to work better. S- the scapegoat, the art of the scapegoat, they had to hire me as a PR guy. I can come up with the good scapegoat. I could. I know all the good scapegoats for the ball players. Right? Fortnite, while it might be a fun game, you might enjoy it, is not a fall guy. Fortnite's not a fall guy. If that was the case, eighty percent of Major League Baseball players would be on the disabled list from carpal tunnel syndrome. They're all playing video games. They're all, they're all, and they're playing baseball video games. They're playing they're playing other games. What they're playing now. The second thing here, David Price happened to have a temporary nausea. Caused by the likes of Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge, based on many, many years behind the microphones here at Fox Sports Radio, we have practiced sports medicine on radio. And Doctor Maller, I, I they call me that in the hallways here. They call me Doctor Maller. They call I'm me, a doctor. They call me Doctor Truth. Uh, all those things. I have the the diagnosis. David Price had a temporary condition of Yankee itis. And it is a reoccurring condition when the Red Sox play the Yankees. Yankee-itis does affect David Price. Now, when he was a kid back, uh, growing up back in the day, he, he was in a high school production of The Wizard of Oz. You want to take a guess which character David Price played in The Wizard of Oz? Take a guess. Take a guess. That's right. It had a tail. It had a tail. Yeah, that's right. Yes, correct. He wasn't a Detroit Lion But he was the cowardly lion of baseball. Now, even now, right? He's a grown-ass man, David Price. Is there any other way to look at this than he tapped out? His one start this year against the uh, Yankees, Price got tattooed. He was placed in a wood chipper. You know what happens when you put something in a wood chipper? What comes out the other side? That's what David Price, That's that was what was left of David Price. Now the final word on this, the Red Sox are in a precarious situation because they are going to be a playoff team this year. The Yankees are going to be play uh, in the playoffs as well. And so it's going to come down to who performs better in a random, likely seven-game series. I don't see these teams playing in the the one game they're not going to be wild card teams, right? One of the, one of them is going to win the division, so they'll get the buy, and then the other team will be the wild card. Uh, the thing with David Price, too, he holds all of the cards here because he can opt out of the balance of his 217 million dollar contract, which would be insanity. But the only way that he would do that logically is to pitch great baseball. He's not pitching great baseball uh, for Boston right now. Otherwise, the Red Sox are stuck with an. Albatross of a contract for the foreseeable future. No, they didn't force him to sign it. He didn't force them to sign it. It was a mutual agreement. But Price, he seems to be also oblivious to his reputation, which is just very puzzling. Now, I, I realize we don't talk too much baseball. You know, during the the early part of the baseball season, we pick our spots with baseball. Now that the NBA is on hiatus till next next month when they get back to the the playoff basketball and all that we can talk more baseball but price is oblivious to the fact he he annoys so many people he's just he's got this this annoying thing about him that he just just very he's a pain in the ass is what he is and i don't i don't see this changing this relationship changing anytime soon all right uh ben Maller's show on fox if you would like to be part 87799 on fox 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. Uh, I also wanted to talk about briefly the Dodgers who played the Cincinnati Reds, and that is a woo man. Two bad teams, the Dodgers and the Reds, playing each other. And you would have thought that the big red machine was back, getting their eleventh win of the season, shutting down the Dodger offense.
7: Oh, me, oh my! The
5: Cincinnati Reds and the Dodgers are three games out of the cellar in the National League Western Division, and they are about to get back a ball player by the name of Justin Turner. Now, he's good. Justin Turner is good. But I need to have a powwow with Justin Turner because my guy Justin Turner, he annoyed me, and I need to talk to him because Justin Turner telling a gaggle of Dodger reporters that he is not the savior, that he's just a ball player, that he's not the savior, right? He's gone out to a a rehab assignment. This weekend he's going to rehab. He'll be back. When I saw that, right, when I heard, this is what Justin Turner said. This is the wrong approach. The right approach is, yes, I am the savior, and I'm sick and tired of this pathetic band of losers, these imposters that have put on Dodger uniforms. That's not the Dodgers, these bums. This is embarrassing. But instead, Justin Turner is passive, and he's like, no, 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 no. I'm not the savior. I'm just a ball player. No! What are you doing? God, that sucks. I want some bravado. I want some confidence. The team is unwatchable. They're gutless. They're boring. And the answer I get from Justin Turner is, oh, I'm not the savior. I'm just a ball player. Really? I, I can go on, but uh, you get the point. <sighs> Wreck-It Ralph is uh, here. We've got Danny G, Koopa Loop, the entire cast of characters. They're all hanging out
10: uh, right uh, right over there. I'm glad you got that off your chest. I feel better. Cause I feel I, better. I spent a few clams on some Dodger tickets for Saturday. Trying to sell those right now?
5: <laughs> well, I, I, and, uh, <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one.
10: Boy, they're bad, man. They don't even seem like they care. Then I heard from my <laughs> Dodger team connection uh-huh. offering Saturday tickets after I had already purchased oh, my. Oh really?
5: Is that the same connection
10: I know? By the way, is that? The... Um, I think yeah, I think you know this guy.
5: Last name starts with a W.
10: Yeah. Okay. Really interesting. Hmm. Dang it. <laughs> ah. It's unfortunate. I struck out twice. I'm well, like, at least I'm there's like
6: Clayton Kershaw. Oh no, he's right. gone again. You, you know, Ralph. What? Leave it you, to you professional yeah, Dodger you, fans. You, you stay right. out of How this, Ralph.
10: You. We're
5: objective.
6: You're not. Well, I'm g- you're going to rail you. against David Price for missing a start. I mean, Clayton I rail against misses- Justin
5: Turner too. What do you want? I'm a critic. That's what I am. I'm a critic. I'm a I'm an overnight gas bag. I
6: rip people. That's what I do. Unless it's Clayton I rip Kershaw, you and too. then you, you pull out the you weasel. You're a weasel. the I rip you. Turn his mic off. Scrub a dub dub.
5: trying to attack Justin Turner. I'm upset. I'd like someone with some passion to do something. Dave Roberts is a nice guy, but he's passive, right? All these guys are passive. I need something. They are pathetic. They suck. I'm not done,
10: Danny. They're (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) You need the fire and passion of Pedro Baez. That's what you need. I need to trade Pedro Baez to the Baltimore
5: Orioles. That's what I need to do for nothing. For nothing. Give me some crab cakes. Give me some crab cakes you can have Pedro Baez. He's going to be a Dodger for 20 years, too. He's going to haunt the Dodgers. Pedro Baez, he will never play for another team. His entire career will be with the Dodgers, one bad outing after another, one 35-minute inning after another. Should I go on? I mean, I can I can just do this all day. I don't. We need we don't need commercials. We don't. Ridiculous.
8: <laughs> I take Adderall's.
5: <laughs> this really is therapy, though, man. I I saved so much. If I got out of radio and I had to just hire a shrink, my I'd be going every week with all my issues. I'd be going every. I just get to go. I can rant. I can bark on the microphone here. Right. What are the chances that Real Talk holds on for another few minutes? Do you think you will hold on, Real Talk? What do you think? Yeah. All right. Let me see here. Hey, uh, hey, Real Talk, you going to hold on for a few more minutes, Real Talk? What up, what up? Oh, there he is. All right, see, see that's, that's a yes. That means he will hold on. Yeah.
10: You know, since since he's willing to hold on, I'll play his old entr- entrance oh, music for that's, him. Oh, that's a, that's that's what's a what's Friday like. gift.
5: And we will determine, is he back as the call of the year? We'll get to that.
6: Also, Hercules is real. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters you'll find on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And you can follow our executive producer, Justin Cooper, at uh Bronco Fan. Now, back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here he is, the one and only. Ben Maller.
5: Well, Hercules is real. We'll get to that in a moment. Right now, though, to... Is he back as the Call of the Year? Our our Call of the Year quit. First time that's ever happened. Weed Man Hippie resigning as Caller of the Year. But we go to a former Call of the Year. He's in New York City. Make way! Make way! Here he is! Real
7: tall. I'm back! We're talking to hell! Boom! What up, Ben? ben. Ah. What
5: Look up at up that. that oh, what memories that brings back, that the wonderful, wonderful year as you as the champion caller on the show, the entertainment, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful.
7: Ben, it's all about rewriting the book. And at this time, then, I want to know, Article 12... Section B, paragraph 2, and I quote, if an individual who is calling the year fails to uphold the responsibility, then he or she must relinquish the title and give it to the leading candidate or last year's winner. And then I'm both individuals. Yes. That means I come to press my official right to be named at 2017. I said,
5: yeah. Wow. Well, you are correct. I do have the bylaws of Call of the Year mm-hmm. and all the all the mm-hmm. rules here, and the, you have to live up to the standard and principles, the honor and goodness of the title of Call of the Year, always to protect the good name of the Ben Maller Show. Yes, sir. And anywhere you go, any form of media, you must not talk down about the Ben Maller Show. Mm-hmm. And I have stacks of evidence that that guy Weed Man Hippie has trashed our show has ripped us on social mm-hmm. media, and is blaming me for his life's problems. So that ben, is a clear violation.
7: Something. Ben, let me tell you something. The people were fooled. They were tricked, thinking that we, the hippie, could uphold the responsibility and handle what it takes to be a call year. And, Ben, the people understand that I love the people. And when you love someone, it means you have to protect them, even from themselves. That's right. They were wrong. And at this point, Ben, I say to be today that Real Talk gets his color of the Year award replaced back to him, which is me, at this time, from you, which is you. Boom, 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 Wow! Does
5: anyone disagree? Does anyone – let me ask my staff. anyone disagree? Real Talk makes a compelling argument. I do have the bylaws. There's a mandate right here in the rules that if you do not follow the standard and principles of Call of the Year, always honoring the goodness of the Ben Mather Show, and you, if you don't do that, you lose your privileges as Caller of the Year.
10: Well, Ben, you are a tyranny, so I feel like you should put a poll up on Twitter and not one of your fake polls, but a real poll. So you want a Twitter poll.
5: But Real yeah. Talk's not on Twitter. I, I believe Real Talk is on Twitter. He just pretends like he's not. He's got a he's got a burner account like Kevin Durant. I think he's got that going for him. <laughs> okay. you know. No, I got Twitter. I, just don't
7: have, I don't have my name. I got my real name on Twitter.
5: Oh, your real name. Okay. Mm. You should. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm all for it, Ben. Oh, you want you want uh, Real Talk to be the call of the year? Look at you.
10: It's not that I don't want that, but I think that the militia should have a say.
5: Nope. Boom, 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 oh. boom. Brr-
10: Gosh! Right, hold on. A second. That's exactly no, why the militia needs a say. In no,
5: this. no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, okay. The, the proclamation has been made here. Uh, you, uh, weed man, violated the, like seven thousand times. He violated the call of the First plus, plus, he tried to make money off the show, which is uh, I think illegal. I don't think you're allowed to do that. So, so there's a lot of things that he did that you're not supposed to do. And I still like him, and I, I maybe he'll come back someday. I don't know. Once he sobers up which will never happen.
10: Right. Uh, well, the poll's not about bringing him back. Yeah. It's about giving the award back to the previous okay. owner. Right,
5: well, the I'll, I'll toss something up in a couple of minutes. All right. I'll, I'll toss
10: it. Thank you, Real Talk. Bye-bye. Boom, boom,
7: boom. Hey, Ben, have yeah. a great weekend. Uh, this you... has been the best week ever. Shout out to my boy, Ralph Urban. All right. All
5: right. All right. Uh, go away. Right. So I mentioned Hercules is real. This is a wild story. I don't know if you've seen this going around the uh, interweb, but there's a a behemoth. This is an eighth grader who happens to be 6'7", 370 pounds. The guy's in eighth grade. This kid's in eighth grade. He's in Louisville, Kentucky. And I think his name is Kenyatta Goodwin. I believe that's how you pronounce the first name. He's 6'7", 370. He's 14 years old. 6'7", 370. One
10: big pinata.
5: This is a Hercules situation, as size eighteen shoes. And uh, I was reading about this guy uh, this week. It's crazy. Like he's, as you can imagine, he's already being heavily recruited by every school. They're projecting him as a future number one pick, as an offensive lineman in the NFL draft. Let's, uh, well, let's do the math. He's fourteen now, so wh- when can you be drafted at age twenty? So what are we looking at here? Twenty twenty four. Something like that the kid'll be the first pick in the NFL draft I don't know when his birthday is but something like that just craziness though man but they say that the, the doctor claims he could grow to be seven foot ten based on his bone structure so they always are they are they always embellishing those numbers when when I, my theory on this is when people take their kids to the doctor to find out how tall the kid's going to be they they juice it up a little bit am I right on that or am I wrong on that it's always been my my thought on that. But uh, but good luck to him, man. Kid's 14 years old. He's got to sleep on a king-size bed. Extra long because he's, you know, people over at Sleep Number ought to hook him up is what they should do, man. Could be in the NFL. I guess see when he's in the NFL, he can afford any kind of damn bed he wants, right? When he's in the NFL, absolutely. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, we'll talk about a dress code of all things. We'll get to that also Mallard of the third degree. Right now, though, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we say hello to Wreck-It Ralph with the latest.
6: Well, thank you very much, Ben. And we begin in Major League Baseball, where down a little south of us, it was a good night. Shohei
0: Otani hits himself a high fly ball to center field. Buxton is back, but this one is gone. Shohei Otani, home run number five on the season, and the Angels take an eight to four lead.
6: Fox Sports West Angels Television with the call. They beat Minnesota 7-4. Otani, also an RBI double in that game. Of course, about 30 miles northeast. Not so good for the Dodgers. Only four hits. They fall to Cincinnati 4-1. St. Louis a 2-1 winner over San Diego. While Washington gets a game-winning RBI single in the 11th from Matt Adams. They win in Arizona. Two, one. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience in the NHL. Winnipeg, a 5-1 win at Nashville. They advance to the Western Conference Finals after taking the series four games to three. Winnipeg outscoring the Predators 10 by 10 goals. They're in. Get it right, Nashville. Ralph. How dare you. How dare you. You. It's a bad job by you. The NHL playoffs continue with the Eastern Conference Finals. Game one will be on a Friday with Tampa Bay hosting the Washington Capitals. When I was a little boy, I really
5: wanted to see the Capitals and Lightning play when I was a grown-ass man in the Eastern Conference Final, I'm so happy I got to see that. It's a dream come true. Little Ben. Little Ben wanted that, and now as an adult, he gets to experience it. Hey, speaking of hockey, how stupid, how, how stupid are the Tampa Bay Lightning? I, I got to. Have you seen this? Uh, by, by the way, we're coming here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So, game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, as mentioned Friday, and the, uh, p- the Washington Capitol fan that happens to travel to Tampa Bay will not be greeted kindly. The. Lightning have announced that Capitol fans are banned from wearing any red or anything with a team logo if their seats are in the bougie area of the Lightning Arena. They have the uh, lounge where the rich people hang out, and that includes all the seats against the glass or in the luxury suites. They they say they have to wear either neutral colors or obviously the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning colors. This has got to be the dumbest thing in sports going on right now. Like, how? What kind of paranoia do the Tampa Bay Lightning executives have? I know they've done this kind of stuff in the regular season, but it's the playoffs. Like, are you, are you just publicly announcing we have no we have no loyal fan base and uh, we're so embarrassed by this? We want to we want to make sure that no Capital fans are seen on. They're doing this for TV, right? Otherwise, why would you do it? You're doing this for TV, and they have these delusions in Tampa Bay. What a bunch of idiots!
10: Ben, I don't want to offend anybody in Canada, but I tried watching that game last night, even though the game wasn't in Canada, but you know what I mean. Oh,
5: Nashville. Winnipeg and Nashville. Right, right, right. Yeah. But,
10: you know, most diehard NHL fans are probably in Canada, right? Or have relatives in Canada.
5: <laughs> it's cliche, you you're typecasting. Yeah, I, you? I
10: am. But uh, that game was boring. I tried watching.
5: Well, it was a one-sided game. Nashville yeah. got poloxed by Winnipeg. Yeah, it was like the Dodgers game tonight. It's a non sequitur, Ralph. We're talking hockey. Do you have an Eddie update? Uh I think we, we all need Eddie. Can we all try to desperately can <laughs> Eddie do it from wherever he's at right now? Can we get Eddie to do it? You know? I know he's busy, but uh
10: yeah. Eddie might be back on Sunday night into Monday. We can we can hope. We're gonna miss you, Ralph.
5: No, you're not. That's true, we're not gonna miss you. We'll be happy though. You'll make us happy, Ralph. You're guaranteed to make us happy. I already do. It's a lie. That's a lie. I'll yeah. miss you, Ralph. I'm the only one out of this whole crew.
6: Yeah. that's because you're high. That appreciates.
9: It.
5: <laughs> Not only is he high, he's been eating pizza for the last thirty minutes, so he's got he's in a very uh, calm yeah. mood right now. <laughs> All right, it's uh, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your call. Let's go to Rachel in Montebello, who's next. we got the third degree coming up in a little bit. Hello, Rachel in Montebello.
12: Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so good. Flying on high on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me.
5: You're getting better and better, Rachel. You've been practicing, haven't
12: you? I have been.
5: Yeah, you're doing a good job.
10: You're doing soft. Very entertaining. She got us all high right there. Uh, How dare you. She was flying, Ben. She's soaring through the skies. That was a better performance, Rachel, than any of the Dodgers
5: have given this year. So congratulations.
12: We're not in a desperation situation. Um, Flying on high we are, but the Dodgers are just lagging behind. Um
5: oh, they're they're definitely lagging behind. That's for sure. They're definitely lagging.
12: I'd love to be a fly on the wall of the Dodger front office this weekend.
5: Yeah, they they didn't make any major changes. They did not uh, in the offseason.
12: No, but I mean, um and and if uh, Matt Harvey wins tomorrow, I mean, you know, forget it.
5: <laughs> it's over. I mean, that, that would be the break. That, that's the tipping point, Rachel.
12: Well, I mean,
5: Yeah. How do you bad. look
12: at it, Ben? I, mean, I they, they just,
5: listen, I haven't watched every Dodger game because it's hard to get the Dodger games where I am because they're not, I have direct TV, so I have to watch them on a website that I'm not supposed to be watching, maybe, possibly, uh, so, well, the games I have watched, they look uninterested, they just, they're go, a lot of going through the motions, a lot of going through the motions, which ben, is pathetic.
12: I'm wondering, you know, they had that problem with the plumbing, Does that, do you think that affected them at all?
5: Yes, I mean, yes. I think that's what they're drinking, actually, before games is raw sewage. That's why they're playing like raw sewage. Do you
12: think, I mean, it could be. I mean, you, you never know what, what kind of, a, of a infection they might be getting. Who knows? That's a good
5: point. We should get the health department to come and inspect the plumbing there at Dodger Stadium. All right, thank you. i got to go, Rachel. Thank you. I love you, Rachel. Mm-hmm. She about knows me. about infections. Uh, KG in the HB is next up on FSR. There's a lot of letters. Hello, KG.
8: Matthew Ten Sixteen. <laughs> hey, what's up, man?
5: Hey! Uh, yeah, what's up? Talk to
8: Hey, you know the, the Dodgers, they're garbage. You know, there's the saying, what have you done for me lately? Well, we all know what the Dodgers have done. That's jack squat. Um, you know, I'm a diehard Dodger fan, and I've been saying this since uh, the World Series. We needed to win the World Series, Ben, so I could take a break from being a die-hard daughter fan. You <laughs> hey, w-
10: would, you, would you like to buy some tickets for Saturday night? Yeah, Danny can hook you up. He's got a good deal if you want some.
8: Uh, no thanks, man. No thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, I contributed too much, contributed too much to this point, so
5: um,
13: uh, I'll, I'll, only bobblehead nights, playoff game, opening day. Otherwise, uh, free tickets I'll take.
5: Yeah, uh, listen, it's, fr- it's frustrating. It's one thing if you if you get the vibe that they're putting an honest effort in. I don't get that vibe. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I uh, maybe they're really playing hard baseball. I just don't get that sense. I feel like there's a lot of they fall behind. They don't come back in games. It's just they're bad. They're
7: two, two words, two words. Pedro Baez. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm disgusted. Over and out, man. Right, there you
5: go, KG. He's got the he's got a disease. It's the Pedro Baez disease. He's got it. It's not a good disease? Is there a cure for that? Can you take some medication or something like that to cure that? I don't know.
10: I got something for Pedro. You do? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. All
5: right, we're going to put a poll up here. Should Real Talk get his title back as Caller of the Year on the Ben Maller Show? This is very important. I know the midterm elections, they say, are important, but I would say this is more important than any election going on right now in the United States, or the world, for that matter. This is a big effing deal. We're going to have Mallard to the third degree. We'll get to that momentarily. Here's the instant trivia. Blank was the last owner to also manage a Major League Baseball game. Again, blank was the last owner to manage a Major League Baseball game. That is the instant trivia. The answer.
6: Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, at Ben Maller Show. You can post stories, message other P1s. Just have some good online fun. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Salute the man. He is the nocturnal colonel, Ben Maller. I've determined what you sound like, Ralph. You know what you sound like? You sound like a public address
5: announcer at a college basketball game. That's what you sound like to me. Could be worse. No, it sounds like you should be doing, you know, like announcing the starting lineup for, you know, Cal State Northridge or something, like that, or something like
6: that. You, know. you sure it's not a school that you'd get into? Like, you know, Saddleback. What's wrong with Saddleback? Saddleback's uh, Harvard of the West Coast.
5: I don't even know where you went to school. No idea. The University of California, Los Angeles. Oh, a bunch man. of frauds over there. Who cares about that school? Anybody can go to UCLA. Have enough money, you can get in there. Bam, done. Uh, all right. Here's the instant trivia. Blank was the last owner to manage in Major League Baseball. That's the question. What's the answer? Let's see. Did anyone get it right? Mike from the LBC is going with Chubby Cox as his answer. Uh, let's see. We uh, don't. I can't do that one. Uh, Alan got it right. A little troller's going with George Steinbrenner. Herman Munster, guessed by Harry Pothead. Bill Haywood. From Brad, Bill Vec tossed out from Rocky. Vec as in wreck. Joe the Plumber from Ernie in Michigan. Two Button Bob. I see what you did there, Denver. Rob. Marge Shot from Cardiac Stanley. Walter O'Malley guessed by Mister Wonderful. Mm, A lot of Marge shots. Uh, All right, you have an answer. Do you have an answer, uh, Ralph? The Great Joan Crock. Uh, no. The correct answer, let's see if I give you his nicknames. Could you figure out who this is? The Mouth of the South. You know who that is, the Mouth of the South? Yep. Captain Outrageous. Who is it then? Ted Turner. That is correct. Terrible Ted. Ted Turner in 1977. The Atlanta Braves were so pathetic, so terrible, so miserable back in the 1970s. They had lost 16 games in a row, and Ted Turner showed up to the ballpark so fed up, he said, give me a uniform. I'm going to manage the team. And he took over as manager, and Atlanta, they played the Pirates. Did the Braves win that game? No, they lost 2-1. to one. And after the game, the National League president informed the Braves owner that he cannot manage again. It was a one-and-done situation. There was a rule that was put in to eliminate anyone that has an ownership stake managing a big league team. So Ted Turner was the last, the last owner in baseball to manage a big league game. It happened in nineteen. 19- 1977 all right let's get to it here we go
0: it's Maller. how about that to the third degree this is when big ben gets grilled all right
5: here we go let's do it right now we bring in the coop de loop justin cooper
11: Ben. earlier in the week steve kerr said that mike d'antoni deserves the most credit for changing the way that the league is played today do you agree with him
5: yeah, I actually do agree with Steve Kerr on this. I disagree with some of the other things he said. We'll get to that. It's on my list later. But as far as the D'Antoni compliment, yeah, he's right. A, the NBA had been trying to shake the the stigma of boring half-court basketball in the late 90s, guys like Mike Fratello and Pat Riley that spilled over to the early 2000s. Uh, it was just pathetic, man. Uh, the, anyway, so Mike D'Antoni, he was like a breath of fresh air. The Suns... You got to go back almost 15 years, but those Suns teams with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire and those guys—they were exciting, fun, and more importantly, they won a bunch of games. That one year, they challenged San Antonio uh, and came this close, this close to getting to get into the NBA Finals. Uh, that was that was a, a special time for the for the Dantony offense, and that's the other thing here: the D'Antoni system has been looked down on or it was looked down on as a kind of a like the run-and-shoot offense in football. People ripped the run-and-shoot. They said the same thing in basketball about this. There was a, a kind of a, a negative connotation to a helter-skelter approach. But the Golden State Warriors are running the D'Antoni system. They just ripped off that system. They've got better players, though. All right, next. After
11: the Pelican season came to an end after a second-round elimination, Coach Alvin Gentry said that he believes the franchise is headed in the right direction. However, they have a big decision to make. Should they try to retain DeMarcus Cousins?
5: All right, so the the thing about DeMarcus Cousins, typically I would say yes. In this case, I'm going to advise the Pelicans no. Number one, and this is the most important thing, the man's coming off a ruptured left Achilles tendon. That is a crippling injury in any walk of life, but it's typically a death sentence for greatness in basketball from a risk-reward standpoint. Until I know for sure that he can come back and be great, I ain't giving him a big contract. Now, the second thing, someone's going to pay him. If Cousins is willing to take short money on a one-year contract, if I'm the Pelicans, I would bring him back. He ain't going to do that. But outside of that option, then New Orleans should consider themselves better off without DeMarcus Cousins. Next. Now, there are rumors that
11: Peyton Manning is being recruited to join a potential ownership group bidding for the Panthers. Now, Manning has turned down broadcasting gigs, but do you think he'll go for this?
5: Yep. This is not going to happen. There's no chance that he is part owner of the Panthers. I'll tell you why. First of all, Carolina, the reason the team is for sale is because their old owner was a guy that said a bunch of inappropriate things to women, right? So he was forced to sell the Carolina Panthers. Now we are supposed to believe that the Panthers will hire, whoever buys the team is going to hire Peyton Manning, who teabagged a woman at, at, at Tennessee, right, back in the day, and then his dad... Paid some money so the woman wouldn't talk about the incident. We're supposed to believe that that guy's going to run an NFL team in Carolina? You've got to be kidding. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. Coop said, I won. Thank you for that. Another win for me. All day. He won't go away. Give it up. It's over. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air Everywhere, the vast Fox Sports Radio network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Well, the NFL season is long, long time from now. Long time from now. We get up to, well, Actually, it's not that long. We're we're in the almost the middle part of May. So, you got training camps opening up in July. So, a couple months away, you got mini camps, kind of uh, random things that pop up on the NFL calendar. But someone that we've spent a lot of time over the last handful of years talking about has reemerged. And this got my attention. Uh, it involves Adrian Peterson, someone we have discussed, as I said, over and over and over. A couple of years ago, he was one of the top three things we discussed. On the show, so Adrian Peterson is working out. Whoo, shocking! A professional athlete is working out, and he would like to continue his NFL career. This is also surprising. The one-time most valuable player back in his glory days with the Vikings is currently unemployed. He's not on the roster of any of the 32 member franchises of the NFL. Uh, so he has concocted a multi-layer media campaign. To change that—that's what Peterson's been up to. He's been doing insane workouts, posting clips on social media. Uh, the other day, a seven-mile run. He was jumping on boxes, lifting weights, etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera. He's like the Hulk. Uh, and and then he did an interview. Did an interview with the state-run NFL media. In that particular conversation, Adrian Peterson laid it on thick. Laid it on thick. I, I would put him in my top ten athletes that have unbelievable opinions of themselves. Now, we'll get to we'll get to the meat of this in a moment. But Peterson, uh, he told the the NFL media types, he just went on a rant. He boasted that he will he's out to show that he's still the best in the in the league. Now, the legal definition of the term "best" is as good as everyone else. I'm guessing that Peterson does not believe in the legal definition and believes in the marketing ploy of, hey, I'm better than everyone else, that the best means better, even though legally it doesn't, but Peterson's going down that road. He also says he would welcome a chance to play for the New Orleans Saints again. They need a running back after Mark Ingram is out for the first four games. He confirmed he has been cleared, Peterson, by multiple doctors here. He's allowed to play after that neck injury forced him out last season. Now remember, Peterson claimed that he was going to play another four or five years last season. So a few months ago, he claimed he was going to play four or five more years. But let's focus in on 2018. All right, Let's talk about this. Now the question, do you foreshadow Adrian Peterson getting another chance in the NFL? As a distant relative of the great Nostradamus, the answer is... N-O. Or if you play games, game over. Right? Fade to black. That's it. Curtain comes down. It's all over. My perspective on this, you've got psychosis, writing on the wall, and the knife. And we'll link all of this together for you. Now, A, Adrian Peterson. He does look good. I, I saw some of the videos that have been going around of him working out, the gym videos. He's a workout warrior. You know what he ought to do? Instead of this whole football thing, he ought to Do they still have those Mr. Universe contests? He should do one of those. Do the whole Mr. Universe thing. Uh, That is a more realistic career path at this point than continuing his NFL career. And as far as the self-confidence thing, I get it. I know. Athletes have to be very confident, competitive, blah, 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 top level. I understand. Very proud people, professional athletes. But when Peterson says he's still the best in the league, that is uh, out of left field. Right? That There's a term for this. It's psychosis. It's a delusional disorder in which you cannot tell what is real and what is imagined. That's the psychosis. Uh, he, he imagines that he's going to be the greatest running back in the NFL. The reality is he's been bad, Peterson, and he's been bad for several years. And B – it's it's really cool that Peterson is fully healthy. Congrat—that's a blessing, right? That's great. Congratulations. My advice would be to cut your losses. Right? Maybe he needs to go to an eye doctor or something like that th- th- because the writing is on the wall. There, the vision is lacking, but the writing is on the wall. Over the last 16 games that Peterson has appeared, and, and he's been hurt so much and suspended and whatnot, you got to go all the way back to 2015. So 2015, 2016 and 2017, Peterson, the last 16 games, he's been not only a running back, he's been terrible. In those last 16 games with the Vikings, Saints, and Cardinals combined, Peterson has run for 835 total yards in his last 16 NFL games and a grand total of four touchdowns. He's averaged 3.3 yards per carry. Right now, if you want, you can go to NI, any semi professional, any semi professional football league and get a running back to come in and get you three point three yards per carry, right? And, and you toss on the fact that he doesn't block or catch passes. He's not a very enticing player here. He's washed up, is what he is. You put him in that washed up category. Now the last thing, the parting shot on this: if Peterson was a good soldier, right? If he was a good soldier, then I would say, okay, someone's going to give him an opportunity here. That's not the case, right? That's not the case. We keep it on the up and up here. There are three strikes against Peterson. Now, you know the rule, even if you don't like baseball. Three strikes and you're out. That's the way this works. There are a lot of misdeeds here. Number one, that cloud of child abuse. It's following him around there. The switch. Uh, Number two, the lack of. Of production, as I just explained, 3.3 yards per carry. Last 16 NFL games, 835 total yards for Peterson. That's not good. That is uh, that is cooked, is what it is. And the guy's 33 years old. The third thing is unprofessionalism, right? Remember early in the year last year with the Saints when things weren't going well, he wasn't playing, and he got into it with Sean Payton? They had their little back and forth with the body language, the death stare, that whole thing. Now, there's an old saying in the investment game. If you play the stock market, you likely have heard this somewhere along the way, and it should apply to NFL suitors of Adrian Peterson. The saying is do not try and catch a falling knife because what happens if you try to catch a falling knife that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cut your hand up. You got blood coming out of your hand. And at this particular point, Adrian Peterson is a falling knife. That is the case. He's a falling knife. All right. It's Ben Maller's show on Fox. If you would like to be part, there's a line open for you. We got the lame jokes. I, no one has submitted their laugh. No one would like to be our laugh track. We have an <laughs> opening. It. It's an unpaid position, but we have an opening. For Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, we need we need a laugh track. We don't have one. So, well, we have Danny G's laugh track. So. And, and you can play. We have clips. I mean the we, we it. standard laugh track. And there's other stuff that we have that we could play. Uh random laughs that we've picked up and recorded over the years from different Hi. People. I like the Saints. There's take <laughs> uh, yeah. Adderall's. Uh, <laughs> that was just the other night. Uh, so anyway, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller, if you'd like to be part. And we say hello to Wreck-It Ralph, who's in for our friend Eddie. Wreck-It Ralph Irvin, who's right uh, over there. Who is that, Shirley? No, it's Ralph. It's uh, Ralph. And I, I saw the uh, story, Ralph, about Colin Kaepernick. Did you see that? Which story is this, Ben? Well, I'm glad. See, that's see, that's good. See, now you're learning, Ralph. It's only I'm teaching you here. It's taken all week, but I'm teaching. Uh, the story is that Colin Kaepernick and a group of attorneys, right? Because you're surrounded by attorney. You know things are going well in your life when you're surrounded by attorneys. Uh, so Kaepernick and his attorneys, they they got the the deposition on Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the coach and the GM there in Seattle, earlier this week. So they're trying to prove that there was collusion, which they will not prove, but they're trying. And then I saw the report from Schefter, and he said the Seahawks are no longer interested in Colin Kaepernick, which is shocking that they wouldn't be interested in Colin Kaepernick considering he hasn't played in how long. Uh, But the, the, the collusion thing, there's a lot of people that don't understand. I've tried to explain it here. To prove collusion, you have to prove that the NFL sent out a memo, memo to all of the member teams, or it's not either a memo or a text message or an email or something, saying not to sign Kaepernick. If each individual team, if Pete Carroll and John Schneider got together and said, we don't want to sign this guy, even if they said, we don't want to sign this guy because of the anthem protest, that's fine. That's not collusion. Collusion is when all the teams get together and say we don't want to do it and it's a mandate from the commissioner's office. So if each individual team came to the same conclusion, this guy's poison, we don't want him in
6: our team because the fans don't like him, then that's it. You don't you don't win a collusion grievance. You know, I hear you talk about him having teams of lawyers and I have this live sound from his bank account. <laughs> Not it's, only he's paying
5: for the lawyers, though. I, I have a feeling that this is either pro bono or it's a uh,
6: people. Are, someone else is paying for it. But it is funny because here you doing that story on Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And, and why doesn't he just say, "Well, they're colluding against me. Nobody, no, they won't take me back. They're colluding against me." Yeah. It's because they don't want you.
5: I would like to also say the NFL, I've got no offers from the NFL. I've offered to work for every team in the NFL. I feel like there's collusion against me because of my strong opinions overnight. I believe they don't want me to be on the payroll of an NFL team. How dare them? How How dare they? That's right. I did see you, Ralph, try to sneak some food by me in the hallway. I didn't sneak. I carried. No, it felt like you walked a little faster to me. Well, it was the end of the break. We don't break, Ralph. Back at Mighty, the Mighty 690, they used to break. But now we don't break. At Fox Sports Radio, we never break. It's a continuous flow.
6: I have no response to that. Yeah. That, that doesn't make yeah. any sense.
5: Let me tell you something about how uh, advertising works, Ralph. People pay a lot of money. It doesn't sound like it because of our show. But people pay a lot of money for those wonderful commercials. So if you say break, if, if I say on the air, let's go to a break, then the listeners going to be like, okay, I don't need to listen. I'm out. I'm going to take a break, too. How
6: about that? That's their prerogative, but I wouldn't recommend it. Right.
10: Danny G, uh, explain to, to Ralph Radio. Go ahead. It's inside out here, Ralph. You see, this is the throwaway part of the hour. Yeah, yeah. The important part is when you hear the sponsors. Yeah, yeah. When you hear Geico.
6: Yes, but the sponsors don't yell at me if I walk out of the studio.
5: Oh, they do. Trust me. They do. They listen. They're very upset.
6: Very upset with you. There's the worst week we've ever had right here, this week. Just remember, I can always come in there and join you, Ben. Yeah. And that All, scared you last time. Well, you're always walking in here. You, you
5: realize I worked with, how many years have I worked with Eddie? He's been off and on for years on this, this run we've had together on the overnight before. Over a decade. You've come in the studio this week more than Eddie has the entire time I've worked with Eddie. Guess Did you so. know that? <laughs> no, seriously, I'm not. Am I kidding, guys? Am I? I'm not no. kidding, right?
10: No, Eddie stays holed up in there.
5: Yeah, Eddie's on one side. I'm on the other. He does his thing. He's working on his hockey podcast. I'm doing my thing in here, you know. And uh, we're, we're not really ships passing in the night because we never pass each other. You know, he, I mean, occasionally, I guess he'll go to the, down in the, the kitchen, the blue kitchen that we have in the back.
10: See, Ralph, that's the trick. You save the magic for on the air. You use up all your material off the air yeah. with Ben and that He studio. comes in
5: here trashing
6: Hartman and, uh, and Hacksaw and those guys. Yeah, rips them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes pot the, shots at them. The yeah. problem is Ben wants to take his shots at me, and that's what he does on the air. Well, oh, I take shots off the air, too. I take pot shots, yeah. I do. Uh, uh, well, we did
5: get a new drop, though. Oh, we did? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. We're going to debut a new drop. I'll this. miss you, Ralph. I'm the only
6: one out of this whole crew. Yeah. That's because you're high. That appreciates it. (laughs) I think you've got a laugh track
5: there, too. There was a guy that called up from Houston that wanted to do the laugh, but he hung up. It's a bad job by him. Uh, We have a golden ticket, golden ticket. Let's go down to Cincinnati where the Reds, the big red machine is back, baby. They are back as long as they play the Dodgers. What's going on, Justin? Because I've got a golden ticket. Hey, your Dodgers are making the horrible Reds look very, very good. Yeah. That's you're not wrong on that. Well it was one game, but yeah.
8: Okay, quickly. I have to go to work so I cannot play Balder Dash tonight. Uh.
5: No. But what?
8: I have a joke.
5: You're our champion, though. You default as your championship. If I'll you... call back next week or No, the week after. Oh, no. no. If you don't call, that's it. Streak's over.
10: Can you give us your supervisor's number so we can clear this up?
5: I... Don't you sell cars at Joe Morgan Honda? Don't... Isn't that what you do in Cincinnati? You sell cars for Joe Morgan?
10: No, no. Oh, okay.
8: Landscaping. I am my supervisor, Danny. Oh,
5: well, would, so it sounds well, to me like you can make time. Exactly. Well, who's no, the hell? Had, what, what kind of landscaping are you doing at 5 in the morning? We had a busted
10: part yesterday. I had to go last night and get it. It has to be on. Listen, Justin, I demand you fire yourself right now so you can play the game.
5: Go put it on
8: right now. What are you doing?
10: I can't fire myself because then I'll end up like weed yeah. man
8: hippie.
5: Oh, well, no, that's if you do other things uh, recreationally. So I don't do that. Yeah. Can I do my joke? Do we want oh, this? No, no, yeah. no, no. Don't. Coop. Pot him, it's, pot it's him down. It's going to be a Canadian joke. No, we're going to have gonna... to
11: dump it. I already know. Just, it's. Oh, no. Don't even. Well, I kind of want to hear even... it then. We can
5: dump it. Go ahead. What, what is it? Hi. What
8: What did I get Jason Ottawa's girlfriend for her birthday? Uh, a manicure, a pedicure, and I gave her a facial.
5: All right. Uh, there it is. Uh, uh, Justin and Cincinnati. That didn't make the air? No. Okay. Should have listened to Coop. I mean, it was all right. I thought it would be funnier. I mean. Wasn't that good? I kind of knew where he was going with that, but yeah. All right, very nice. Uh, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Well, have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week coming up a little bit later in the hour. You can hear that on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, it will be on the podcast. Well, the World Cup. We don't talk much soccer or football. We don't do a lot of that around these parts because we want people to listen. Uh, but the the World Cup is coming up. It's twenty eight days away. The FIFA World Cup. Now, it does matter this year because it's on Fox. And there is a wild tale about soccer fans. This is going to be uncharted territory, what's going on at the World Cup in Russia. We will have a complete Ben Maller Show investigation. We'll
6: get to that. And we will do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the Charmed Circle. It's easy to do. Follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller. And follow our technical producer, Danny G, at Danny G Radio.
10: The microphone throttler.
6: Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller.
5: we got Big Bang's Lame Jokes of the Week coming up in a little bit. We will also get to this ridiculous story from the World Cup, which is coming up in 28 days. Does that mean we get covered up? Because these games are going to be played on the satellite feed. We might get covered up because the games are going to be played overnight because uh, it's in Russia. They
6: might be on the uh, soccer channel.
5: No, but sometimes I remember in the past if they're uh, – Big sporting events, they might uh, on our our satellite radio channel. They
10: might put the uh, the games. On. Mm, there's nothing like hearing soccer on the radio. But what I'm saying is, that
6: in the past, <laughs> the World Cup four years ago, they put them on the, the, the soccer channel. They have a sep- separate soccer channel
5: on satellite radio. Yes, is that right. But but don't they? There's like multiple games going on though. Isn't that the problem? There's multiple games going on and all that.
6: Only over the course of about three or four days. Oh, okay. You're a big soccer guy. I am. Really. Yes, sir.
10: Makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, what's the name of those annoying horns? Oh, uh, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, uh, I forget. Vuvuzela.
0: Vuvuzela? Oh,
10: Oh, those are so annoying on the radio broadcasts
0: of soccer.
5: I think we might be okay, guys, because it's right now in Moscow. It's 11.25 in the morning. So I think we'll actually be okay. If I'm reading the clock right,
10: it's 11. uh, Yeah, it's about
5: 11.25 in the morning in
10: in, uh, in Moscow. So maybe the... So, it's going to cover up Doug Gottlieb.
6: There might be kickoffs the, la- the last hour of the show, but then otherwise yeah. moving per- throughout the rest of the day.
5: Oh, I have nothing to worry about then. I'm good. Yeah, we're fine. Bring on the World Cup. World Cup pregame show. Yeah, I'm all about the World Cup, boss. I'm all about, I'm all about you know, football. Oh, no. Football.
6: Sorry, Ben. The Americans are not invited this year. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even an American, Ralph. Come on. What are you talking about, please? Uh, let's
5: go to Blind Scott, who's in Boston on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Blind Scott.
4: Yeah, but Ralph never listens to the satellite radio. They, they throw a soccer game on every Saturday morning at like 10 a.m. They'll put anything on. They'll replay the soccer games overnight on the satellite radio. Oh, don't say Fox...
6: that out there. Yeah, like that that how is a dare. different feed. That is not the World Cup. That is the Bundesliga, but... which is on Fox Sports.
4: Yeah, but Fox Sports has the rights to the World Cup anyways, so they'll throw them on there. Um, I don't,
6: ruin hey, my, you know, don't ruin
4: my day. What are you doing ruining my day? What's wrong with well, you? Well, hey, uh, you know, Danny G already gave Real Talk his intro music back. That was unfair. You know, he can't do that because only a call of the year gets intro music. And we didn't vote Real Talk his call of the year. This is a democracy here. I'm yeah. speaking for everybody. No, you know no, no. I mean?
5: no you're not. Now, technically, we don't have a call of the year. It is a vacant position. Uh, weed man hippie, self-destructed. He had a hissy fit. He's got some issues. We hope he gets better, but he's no longer the call of the year. He violated gonna the give, bylaws.
4: Like, you're going to give like my Call of the Year pick right now is Chris in Houston. Like you can't just give real talk. And He has nothing to deserve 2018. He's still doing the same stuff he did 2 years ago, you know? We got new, we got fresh blood in here now, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Are you really are you it, really uh, co-
5: you, you want Chris in Houston to be the call of the year, is that right?
4: Yeah, his teams are relevant. He has good content. When he calls in you can talk to him right away because he can talk about sports, you know what I mean? And yeah. he gets you going too. You know, that's a caller of the year right there, you know what I'm saying?
5: Well if I mean, any if know. anything are you, it would are you be sick? Are you it must be sick? You're praising another caller.
10: Yeah, or... well I was gonna say if anything it would be the runner up in last year's awards, not a preempted, you know, winner to awards we haven't had yet. Well, who was the runner-up? Was it Tammy in Montana? Who was oh, the runner-up? Oh, I don't we'll remember. have to check with Coop on that. Yeah, if to go back and look at the voting. What
4: happened when Nixon got impeached, in, or like something like that? Yeah, we got to go by that. You yeah, know, well, this I mean? is very
5: similar to Nixon being impeached. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Hey, and, wh- it,
4: why can't I be the laugh track? I wonder uh, will you try me out unless you got somebody? Now well, give
5: me on your all. laugh. Give me your laugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
10: man (laughs) i was gonna give you some entrance music right now too to even things up Uh, hold
5: on scott you're 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 in the running scott hold on you're in the running frank in iowa (laughs) says he can be the laugh track frank in iowa
13: hey man how's it going
5: frank i want to hear your laugh buddy what do you what do you got give me your laugh
13: oh you want the laugh
10: (laughs) (laughs) what you got what do you think it's
5: it's not a bad laugh. It seems a little forced, a mm-hmm. little scripted.
10: Kind of ghoulish.
5: I don't mind a ghoulish laugh. I like a good ghoulish laugh. It's a good...
9: <laughs> yeah, that's where I laugh from. Huh? <laughs> that was like a meow at the end. That was
5: like a cat meowing at the end of that. Uh, oh, are you like- all, right, all right, hold on. Right, hold on, Frank. Do <laughs> you want to decide between... We got Frank and Blind Scott. Whoa. If you want to send me a message on Twitter who you think should be the, the laugh track uh, this week, you can... You can do that. Uh, let's say hello to Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy.
1: Well, hey Ben, I vote that you do both uh, Frank and Scott at the same time. They both had great laughs. Um, real quickly, <sighs>
10: <laughs> real well, quickly. There has to be a winner.
5: There's no everyone. You can't have everyone do it. One person has to do it. No, no participation awards here. Tammy, oh, well,
10: you're Tammy, Tammy. You're, Tammy, you're better than that, Tammy. You never do sexual innuendos. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking
5: never. about. I never, I never hear that. I don't know what you're talking about. She's an honest. She's a lovely lady. Yes, she is.
1: Possibly. Anyway, um, back to the uh, vacant color of the year. Just a couple ideas. First off, Ralph has done a great job filling in. However, right, Eddie is part of the crew. Yeah. No, it is not a lie. Right. Eddie is part of the crew, and it should be decided with Eddie around.
5: And well, this either- is a, now Tammy. This is a very important position. We love Eddie, and we want Eddie back soon. But we we have to we have to settle this. I mean, this is very important. We cannot have a vacancy as the Caller of the year. This is the highest honor on the Ben Maller show.
1: I know, and I have been female Caller of the year twice, and I do respect that. But um, real talk was not voted color of the year. I do agree with um, Blind Scott with that. So it either needs to go to a vote again, and Chris is not wasn't on the list for twenty seventeen color of the year. So twenty eighteen, yes. Uh-huh. or you need to make him do a verbal octagon with whoever wants to uh, be on the All right, so the, we should contact the, uh,
5: the Maller Board of Elections. We can have an emergency ballot for <laughs> Caller of the Year. Is that what you're saying? Yes? Yeah, I all just right. don't
1: think you should give it to someone who wasn't voted on. Uh-huh. Uh, voted the Caller of the Year by the people. All right, so, all
5: right thanks. Guys. All right, thank you. There she goes. Oh, wait, thing.
10: Really it? confused, though. Yeah. So Blind Scott was praising Chris in Houston. Yes. And Tammy was just agreeing with Blind Scott.
5: Yeah, they're like they're in cahoots or something. What's going on with that? I I don't get it. I I don't know. Some, some kind of are Russian bot's going to pop up next. Is that what we have coming up next? Jeez, I I still haven't gotten to that World Cup story. It's the only way we talk about the World Cup. Uh, this is about it. This is the only way. All right, we'll get to that. Do
10: it in hour five.
5: Yeah, yeah, maybe we will. Uh, we'll get to that coming up here in a bit. Also, have the lame jokes of the week. The whole deal as we emanate from the. Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. We say hello to Wreck It Ralph with the latest.
6: Well, thank you very much, Ben. And it was a good Thursday night for the Winnipeg Jets. That's because they went to Nashville and took game seven of the Western Conference semifinals, five to one. Winnipeg outscoring Nashville by 10 when playing in the Music City during this series. They take it four games to three. Next up will be the Western Conference finals, where Winnipeg will take on the Vegas Golden Knights for game one of that series will be on Saturday. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car-buying experience. On the Major League Baseball scoreboard, Vince Velasquez, 12 strikeouts, as Philadelphia completes a four-game sweep of San Francisco, 6-3. St. Louis, a 2-1 winner in San Diego. Padres, only five hits. Only thing worse than that is only having four hits, and that's what happened with the Dodgers. They fall to Cincinnati 4-1. Washington, a 2-1 winner in 11 innings at Arizona, and the Angels, 7-4 winners over Minnesota. Ben, back to you. All right, very good. We emanate
5: from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So it uh, was, was sent this story by a listener, and I had to, I had to read it twice because I thought, no, nah, no. Nah, nah. there, there must be something missing here. But I guess this is the future. The future has arrived, and it's going to be at the World Cup for, for fans that travel to Moscow and all other ports uh, in, in Russia. They have opened the first—this is great—Russia's first sex robot brothel has opened, and their business strategy is to try to woo soccer fans who are going to the World Cup. This is in Moscow's business district, the Dolls Hotel. And they offer what they claim are sex dolls with artificial brains. And uh, this I'm not making this up, by the way. Yeah, it's the, the first robot brothel, and it's going to be open in time for the World Cup. What's, what's the going rate, Ben? I have that information. I'm glad you asked. Who now? I have a lot of questions about this. Now the robots have been named because you you can't just sleep with a robot if they don't have a name. You gotta have you gotta have a robot with a name. Some of the names include Lolita, Sasha, and Natasha. Some of the names of the uh, the robot dolls. There, I'm interested in Sasha. All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you are. Uh, <laughs> now the the rooms at the legal brothel. This is legal in Russia. cost between. Twenty. And this is. I'll, I'll give you the American currency. It's twenty seven dollars to thirty nine dollars an hour. It's very reasonable, I would think. Right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Yes, and uh, one is called fantasy, and the other room is called uh, they have a they have a uh, dungeon setting. So, yeah, they say though once you add up that because you have to pay for the the tax and all that stuff, it it'll end up costing you like uh, minimum get in like seventy bucks.
8: It's great. Porn, I'm telling yeah. you. How
5: about that? Now, uh, we we know the reputation of, especially like English soccer fans. We we know we know the reputation. <laughs> have you seen the photos of these dolls? By the way, I mean these are uh, they did a pretty good job on these things. They did a, uh, a pretty good job. But I have I have questions. Like, is that does that count as cheating?
10: Is that are you cheating? You're sleeping with a robot? No, because cheating is only skin to skin. So skin to Right. That's whatever why, that is is not cheating. Right. If you wear a condom, it's not cheating because it's not skin to skin. And in this case, since that's not a real human being, it's also not skin to skin. Interesting. The
5: other thing is who who's got to clean up the mess. That's the other thing, right? I mean, cuz you got to figure that there's this going to be there's going to be a, an issue here of uh if they're rotating people in and out of the uh, the hotel here, that's going to be a and soccer fan. I mean, my God, can you imagine having that job? That's a uh, that's a tough spot to be in there. That's uh, you might not like your job, you might not think your job is that great, but that is, uh, man. I'm looking at some of the pictures here. Uh, they've got modern rooms, flat screen TVs. What if you just want to cuddle with a robot?
10: Can you cuddle up and watch TV? <laughs> oh, that is great. <laughs> no cuddling allowed, you pervert.
5: Uh, they said, "How about this one? Of, one of the people from the hotel said they uh, the doll Lolita is described as an independent, self sufficient, and relaxed. Uh, the The doll has no complexes. She is always ready for everything. It says here of the robot doll.
2: <laughs> this was something that was very traumatic
5: to me." You'll believe that we are living in a world where the World Cup is about to be played, and they're opening up a, uh, a hotel here. Now we, we've heard over the years the, you know, the Super Bowl, the World Cup, prostitution is a big thing, but a robot brothel at the World Cup in Moscow. Oh, that, that is just. Uh, just Warren, more...
6: Warren Sapp just called, and he wants to know if they can take <laughs> a punch.
5: <laughs> oh no, that's not right! How dare you!
10: How dare you! Will he... Should I drop that?
6: I don't. I don't. I don't know.
10: Will the Ralph? R- can you apologize really quick, Ralph?
6: No. Okay. Warren Sapp can uh, come and find me. Wow. Now the here's the other question:
5: Like, will will there be groups protesting the robot brothel? Will that happen? Is that going to take place? It's cruel to the robots. It's inappropriate. Will there here, be a, ro- a
10: robot Me Too movement? Will that rise up? Here? Here's another question, but, Ben: How yes. many robots do you need for it to count as an orgy? That's yeah. What did you say? Like two of the robots? <laughs> well, that would be a threesome. Well, it's not a. What, what would you call it though? Is it? three?
5: yeah, I don't. How many? Not, how many robots does it really take? You'd really be by yourself, but you'd. Be, you know. <laughs> well, good luck to the people that go to the World Cup there, and uh, I'm sure, I'm sure this will be a wonderful, smashing success. It'll be just so popular. Uh, let's say hello to Ricky in Kentucky real quick. We'll get to the lame jokes. What's going on, Ricky?
4: Hey, hey, Ben, Ben. Yeah,
5: Ricky, Ricky.
4: <laughs> hey, man, I, I'm a new caller and everything. I know, uh, but you know I've never got a chance to acknowledge how much I enjoy listening to y'all's show, and uh, y'all are a good bunch of guys, man.
5: Oh, well, thank you, Ricky. I'm glad you like the show. And there's no one people like to hear more than callers calling up to praise us. They love that. I say we need more of that. That's what I say.
4: I, I do, too, man. Yeah, I do, too,
5: agree. man. I agree.
7: All right. Jake. Hey.
10: <laughs> all right. Yeah, I like Ricky's right. laugh. Yeah, you want to be
7: I mean, you want to be, be, be the room? Hey, let me do it. let me do a good one, man. Watch, yeah. watch this.
5: <laughs> That's not bad. No, I take all it right. back. I no, don't... that was fine. No. All right. All right, stay there. Hold on, Ricky. Right. We got Ricky, we got Frank and Blind Scott. We'll like rotate them in. Well, if I get bored with one, we'll bring the other guy on. We'll have a laugh-off. A laugh-off, yes. All right, no robots will be used here. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. We get to that. We do it
6: next. You cannot lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you uh, do have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. How do you do it? Well, tweet, Instagram, Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about this distinctive program. And help add new listeners, just like yourself. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, and Ben Maller. All right, here we go. Let's do it right now. Yeah,
5: we waited long enough. You have
0: (laughs) knock knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week. Who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. These are
5: actual lame jokes sent in by listeners like you, and we thank you for doing that. You keep the bit going. And every week we get more and more jokes. We can't even use them all. We get so many. But if you send us good jokes, we'll get them on the air. So send them in. Show at Gmail. Show at Gmail. We've got rotating laugh tracks that we're going to use. We, uh, we're going to start out with Blind Scott. He'll be my first laugh track. Hello, Blind Scott. <laughs> oh, see, there's an example of the laugh track. All right, I'll, I'll read the joke. I'll bounce it off Ralph. And then Ralph will bounce it back to me. At that point, Danny G will step in. If it's funny, you'll hear this. If it's not funny, this will be played. And if it could go either way, you'll hear this. wag, Wagner. All right, that's appropriate. Coop's got his offensive jokes. You know the rules. Here we go. Uh, first joke from Just Josh. How are Danny G's pickup lines like a jar of peanut butter, Ralph?
6: How are Danny G's pickup lines... Like a jar of peanut butter.
5: He starts out really smooth and then lays it on super thick. (laughs) All right. Uh, Why? Why do. You suck. All right. Why do people hate elevator music? Why do people hate elevator music? At first, it's uplifting, but in the end, it always brings you down. So, from Terry in Happy Rock, Oregon. How about that? Uh, Nobody has had sex in space yet. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, when it happens, it will be out of this world. It was Eat in Roseville, Minnesota? You didn't like that, Blind Scott? You didn't thought that? You didn't think that was? Nah, I, I, I'm almost ready to quit this segment. All right, we'll move on from you, uh,
10: Frank in Iowa. You're my yes. new laugh track, Frank. <laughs> Blind Scott is very high standards. Yeah,
5: uh, who is are- that? The laugh track. All right, who are who are the only two celebrities with a uh, headshot worth worse than William Shatner? Worse headshot than William Shatner? Who yeah. are they? Uh, Abraham Lincoln and JFK. <laughs> that's, that's from uh, Hartford. Paul sent that one in. That was from him. Coop, you got anything? Coop-a-loop. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Not at the moment. No. All right, not at the moment. All right, we'll skip over that one. Uh, all right, this is from Anthony in Anaheim. What was Weedman Hippie doing when he uh, was uh, kicking a can
6: down the road? What was he doing? What was he doing when he kicked the can down the road? Moving.
10: Yeah, I feel like everybody has ganged up on Weedman enough this week. Oh,
5: I don't think we have, actually. I don't think we have. Uh, things he's been saying on social media, I think we. Uh, not enough. Uh, let's see. Can't read that one on the air. Oh, boy. All right. Some of these. Uh, now, second thought, I'm passing over a number of these. All right. Here we go. This is from Just Josh. Scientists discovered a dinosaur terrorizing the Canadian countryside, Ralph. A
6: dinosaur terrorizing the Canadian countryside. Yeah, it was a Lebrontosaurus. Mm. Ah. My former MLB
5: star Andre Dawson has been running a funeral home for the past 10 years. How about that? That is amazing, the hawk running a funeral home. Dawson said it reminds him of his playing days. People are dying to see him. Frank, did you like that one, Frank? I don't hear you laughing, Frank.
7: No. All right,
5: all right. That's fine. All right, I'm done with you. You're boring me. Uh, Let's go to Ricky. Ricky, are you there, Ricky?
7: Hey, hey, man.
5: Yeah, all right. Uh, Here's one from Mike. Uh, Jed Who Fled, caller Jed Who Fled now sells Life Alert. Life Alert. Yeah, he says his best season is fall. man. Well, you don't have anything better over there. Uh, Here's one from Martin. What's Bartolo Colon's favorite ride? Bartolo Colon's favorite ride. Meals on wheels. (laughs) 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 Meals on wheels. All right. Uh, let's see, who's next? Oh, this is from Cowboy in Windsor. What is Bartolo Cologne's
6: favorite 1960s song and band? <laughs> Bartolo Cologne's favorite 1960s song and band. Yes, uh, Goody Goody
5: Gumdrops by the 1910 Fruit Gum Company. It's from Cowboy in Windsor. A band Wagner. An Illinois couple just found a radioactive package while cleaning their basement a
6: radioactive package in their basement. Yeah, it was
5: actually just an old White Sox lineup card that they had there. That was all. Steve is well, Danny's sabotaging this. Did you know oh, that I'm just, not. yeah, you are. Nobody else is laughing either. Ricky is, Ricky's laughing. You don't even have no. him potted up. Yeah, he... You were laughing, right, Ricky? Oh, he was not. He's laughing right oh, now. I laughed on one of exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> See that? Oh, Did you know it. that Justin Cooper's uncle, Victor, <laughs> owns a Lies. combination vape shop and massage parlor? A combination vape shop and massage parlor. Yeah, it's called Vix Vape or Rub is what it's called. <laughs> That's uh, from Surfing Todd, the comedian. He sent that one in. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, what kind of car does Weed Man drive? What kind of car
6: does Weed Man drive? A Porsche.
9: Porsche.
6: <laughs> ah, see, you like that one. There you go.
5: <laughs> How do you find Blind Scott? How do you find Blind Scott? Put out a bottle of scotch. That's what you gotta do. You put out a bottle of scotch. <laughs> you'll find him. You'll find him right away. Why is Angry Bill a Philadelphia Seventy Sixer fan?
6: Why is Angry Bill
5: a Seventy Sixers fan? Because nothing turns him on more than a choking dog. <laughs> from ow, ow, ow. Kurt from Earth who sent that one in. Anything, Coop? You got nothing? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, Okay, you have nothing. If you have nothing, you have nothing. No, I, I got something.
11: <laughs> Hurry up. The, uh, apparently the entire Toronto Blue Jays have uh, decided to stand in solid area with Roberto Ozuna streak by uh, trying to go 24 hours with not hitting anything.
5: You should you have, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> when in doubt, leave it out, I, I would say. Uh, uh, all right, here's the closer. Here we go. Here's the closer. <laughs> well, you You pressured me into all right, stop. it. stop. Why doesn't Justin Cooper ride public transportation? Why doesn't Justin Cooper ride public transportation? Because he's always riding that high.
9: <laughs> there it is. Surfer
5: Todd, thank you for that. There you go. It's all about word games is what it's all about. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Everyone's trying to... Hype up the conference finals in the NBA. It's a big deal. Of course, they have endless days to do that because the NBA is playing the waiting game until they get the conference finals started, the Eastern Conference on Sunday, the West on Monday. And what is the edge? You do the the standard check the box. What's in the box? You can check the box and who's got an edge, Who's who doesn't have an edge. Well, Steve Kerr, the head coach of your... Golden State Warriors got into this. And he was asked a question, them. it was a question about the Rockets and the perception that the the Rockets have some kind of an edge. There's a lot of that going around, people trying to talk up the Rockets. Now they the, they do have a tangible edge, that's called home court advantage. They will get one extra game if assuming it goes to game 7, that will be in Houston. Right, that they they have, and the other thing that's being talked about is that the the hunger, the desire, the passion is on the side of the Rockets because they have not gotten this generation of Rockets has not gotten to the very top with James Harden and Chris Paul leading the way. So Steve Kerr was asked about that, and his response, his pushback on this line of thinking is the key edge the Warriors have against the Rockets. Is quote our guys have rings? Is what he said. That's that was his response. And uh, we have the all right. Rather, he said more than that. But here's uh, Steve Kerr talking to reporters ahead of Game One of the Western Finals, which will be next month.
0: I like where we are. Um, Our guys have rings. That's a
5: good
2: position to be in. Uh, To me, the uh, the hardest championship is the first one as an individual player and as a team uh you don't know once you get the first one there's a little bit of house money but you want it again because it's an unbelievable
5: feeling so i like our position we're going to go in here uh knowing we're the defending champs let's go get another one all right so there's, there's some of that is just coach speak right some of that is coach speak you're supposed to say that kind of stuff and what's he gonna say well i don't like my team's chances you know what there's only so much you can say right and and coach speak is a series of white lies. <laughs> That's a, It's exaggeration. It's half truth. It's it's all of that. And so so that so there is uh, to a degree that. But the, the headline quote here of the Warriors coach Steve Kerr that he likes his team chan- his team's chances because quote our guys have rings. Uh, this, if you've listened to me over the years, you know this is a pet peeve of mine. This is a pet peeve. This is also low hanging fruit so the question the question is this does it actually matter that Golden State has rings in the Western Conference finals? does it matter and my response is hell no hell no absolutely not are you kidding me uh, my thoughts you've got prologue defenders and the trump card. Now, remember, I am picking Golden State to win. The Warriors are going to win. This is not going to be much of a series. It's getting hyped up. There's a lot of people that are going to be disappointed. Many bubbles are going to be burst about the Houston Rockets. Uh, but I'll tie all this together. Again, you got prologue, the defenders, and the trump card. The first thing is the fact, it's it's kind of obvious here, that the championship ring and any past glory for Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, etc., is irrelevant in this particular series. It is all prologue. It is what has happened. It doesn't mean that's going to happen again. And this idea that some dopey people have, that that championship ring or those rings the Golden State Warriors have won in this year, that that alone is going to cause panic and paranoia for the opposition, I find that comical. Like, what does that even mean? Is Chris Paul going to wet his diaper in the fourth quarter of a close game because of a ring? No. He's going to wet his diaper in the fourth quarter of a game because that's what he typically had done up until this particular point. Uh, And and are you going to tell me that that the Warriors are going to make a few more shots late in the game because they have won championships? Come on. It's ridiculousness. Now the second part of this is something that has just been the most silliness. I, you know, I saw this the other day on TNT. Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley got into an argument, and it wasn't like your typical TV argument, right? It wasn't your typical. It was they seemed to be really upset with each other, and like Shaq, in the middle of the argument, he's like, "Oh, you, know, you Google me? I've got championships." Is you know paraphrasing what he said, but that's essentially. Uh, what he said. All right. Well, here's the argument. Listen, listen to Shaq because this is so stupid. Uh, this is so stupid. Uh, listen to this.
14: To repair his relationship with DeMar DeRozan. No, no, no. he uh, don't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, you have to because uh, uh, listen. That, uh, that listen. If your best player, you bench your best player. He, why was he benched? Uh, he. It, well, he, that's not the point. it's the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. That's win. not true. He did not, well, he, he, in that's your not opinion. True. No, just because you say something. Just that's not opinion. true. No, man, no, it's not true. Me, me not and Pat Riley never saw eye to eye and what it, happened to my it, man Win. So, it, so it's it, not it, true what you're saying. Well, It's not true what you're saying. It's not true. I'm just letting you know what the man on that team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. do start. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what that's but my point. Say, I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking no, about I'm when it comes the tell- championship. I'm just no. telling you something. Stop oh, there it is. There is. No matter how much you scream you loud, Listen. that does not Listen. make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can- and that's yeah, why you ain't yeah, winning. You yeah, yeah, yeah. a baby. Stop no. babying no, no, these players. i baby babying no players. You don't play. Uh, no, he don't play. You got to sit his ass down. Period. He got to repair. He ain't got to repair nothing. He got to stop babying the players. You got baby. That's why you ain't winning. He got to. I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you? You, you, because I got three Finals because, MVP, Chuck. Because you, you Google, because me, Chuck. Everybody google knows you're a you great You see that? Everybody google knows me. You a right. so, you're a great
5: player. So Shaq's losing an argument to Charles Barkley, and so he does all. all he had, he was, he was panicked. He's like, "Oh, I, my opinion matters more because I want a championship." Again, that's also prologue, right? That's what has happened. That doesn't mean in that in that particular debate that Shaq was right, and the fact that he had to go to that, it's kind of like that study that was done years ago about if a conversation goes on long enough, eventually Hitler's name will be brought up. Like someone's going to bring up Hitler's name, right? You know, if you talk, if you, if you get into an argument or a debate about something, you can you can Google this, but it's true. It's true. It's been proven. Like people talk long enough, say, like, "Well, what would Hitler do?" Or that's like you know, you'd somehow bring that up. Well, in the in the case of basketball debates with former players, it's like, "Well, I got championship rings." Come on, Charles Barkley is a gazillion times better a broadcaster than Shaquille O'Neal. You imagine how terrible Shaquille O'Neal was or or is as a broadcaster if he didn't have Shaq carrying him along. Shaq's a Boring person to hear him talk. Charles Barkley's entertaining. Anyway, the whole get back to the point. Get back to the point. We were talking about Steve Kerr and the championship rings and how he likes the Warriors' chances because of the rings and all that stuff, which is absurd, right? It's a championship defenders league mentality. It's a disease. It's a pandemic here. And there's a group of uh, low information fans that run around there and they they get blinded by the bling bling, as I like to say and no matter how flawed in this case an argument is uh no matter and, and no matter how bad you might be playing there's this group of people that run around like well you want a championship it's the Abbott yeah, group oh yeah but they want a championship or yeah but you got the ring so ridiculous so so silly here and we should point out also as we've said many times the championship this i don't know if this fits into this particular conversation we'll toss it in anyway because uh, we talk about this every time the Hall of Fame vote comes up in different sports, championships are not individual awards. They are team awards, right? They're team awards. So like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and all these guys, great, they've got rings. And, again, I'm picking the Warriors to win, but not because they have rings, right? I don't expect them to come out and play like barbarians because they have championship rings. The trump card, the final thing, the trump card for the Golden State Warriors in this series, this is a, we're not programming Google. The trump card is Golden State has better basketball players. It doesn't matter whether they play in Houston or not. That's not a great home court advantage anyway. Uh, And and home court in the NBA is pretty much officiating calls that go the way of the home team more than anything. That's really the the, the point of demarcation. But the reason Golden State's going to win is because they have a much better roster than the Houston Rockets. And the idea that the Rockets, because of their regular season success and they had a better record that that somehow matters here, is also ridiculous because Golden State sandbagged. They weren't even trying the last 20 games or so. They were 7-10 the last 17 games of the regular season. They were going through the motions. They were giving guys uh, time off with not all phantom injuries, but a lot of phantom injuries. And so the conversation would obviously be much different right now if Golden State had not taken that easy road during the regular season, then the conversation would be, is it, how boring is this? The Warriors are going to win in five or six games. That's it. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. We'll take your phone calls if you would like to be part. The number, eight seven seven ninety nine 99 on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can be part of all of this, part of all of the festivities here. And we have right over there, we have... Ralph, wreck it Ralph, who's in for
6: Eddie. Cruising down the street in my six four. How are you, Ben?
5: If I was any better, I wouldn't have to be eating garlic. No, I love garlic. You did you you, you Ralph actually I don't know if we've talked about this on there? I don't think we have. Ralph was a little under the weather, and as a patient of mine, I I prescribed him the maller maneuver with the garlic. I'm a doctor. How's that going, Ralph? It works very well. Ah, you see that? Another satisfied patient. My man, Ralph, an old radio trick I learned from a DJ years ago, and I have passed on to other broadcasters, to future generations. Now, the women don't like it, and if you're a woman, the men
6: don't like it if you share a bed with someone, but it works for everyone. The key has been, Ben, that I've made a lot of foods with garlic to kind of cover it up.
5: Oh, okay, so that's good. See, so I told
6: him exactly.
5: I gave him a uh, one-on-one uh, description of what needs to be done here with the Mallard Maneuver with the garlic, and it's it's magic. You know, people, <laughs> I
8: take Adderall's.
5: Well, that works, too. But people spend a lot of money. People spend a lot of money on all these drugs and all this other stuff, but uh, I'm telling you, so far this works. So far, so good. You see the A, and you eat the A. These are out of context sound bites here. These, there's no need for this. There's no need for this. Absolutely not. Uh, Serious Sean. Serious Sean. He didn't get to tell his joke. I know. I done. didn't. Uh, I forgot he was there. Uh, I'm sorry, Serious Sean. A bad, a bad job by me. That's an oversight by me, Serious Sean. Well,
6: that's fine, man.
5: No worries. <laughs> well, you sound bummed out. No, you sound bummed it's out. It's the Sirius first Shawn. day
6: of summer vacation for
5: the guy, Ben. Yeah, what are you doing this summer? <laughs> well, you got big plans? What are you going to be doing?
8: I'm going to be sitting here, sitting on satellite radio, Howard Stern, this show, all kinds of good music and all that stuff. All
10: right, well. Let, let's cheer him up. Let's relive
5: it. All right, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Our leadoff hitter is, let's see, a serious Sean. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, <laughs>
8: Why are you from
5: the outfield? I said I couldn't hear. Your phone was breaking up. What would you say?
8: Why? I said, why are frogs good at outfield?
5: Oh, why are frogs good at playing the outfield? I, I don't know.
2: Because they know how to play. They know how to catch flies.
5: <laughs> oh, uh, the delivery was spotless on that. That's a great job by you, Sean. That's a... Uh... Okay. I thought... <laughs> 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 all right.
2: And thank you, Ralph, for sitting in for my friend Eddie.
5: No, no, don't thank you.
6: Uh,
2: Anytime,
5: serious uh, Sean. All right. We love you, Sean. When are you coming to see us again, Sean? You should come by here this summer. Hang out with us. Uh, I know. I was thinking that, too. Hopefully right. soon, maybe. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll set it all up. Right. All right, buddy. All right,
10: don't encourage cool. him, Ben. <laughs>
5: no, we have a very nice meeting, Sean. He's a good guy. Oh, uh, He's actually probably the most normal person we've had <laughs> in here, I think. I don't know. He's in the top three most normal.
10: I know that. By the way, while we're at it, I know we don't do shout-outs. No, we do not. We're not a morning zoo show. We
5: don't do no, we don't get paid like morning drive guys. Clearly. We don't drive nice cars, you know, that whole thing.
10: But if we did, yeah. we, we had a couple of pies delivered earlier, pizza pies. Pizza pie. That's a pizza pie. Yeah. I didn't have a piece. Did not have a slice. From Nashville Danny. Oh, really? Yeah. Nashville Danny. Now, uh, interesting. He's in Southern California, Ben. I don't see him in the building. Is he hiding in the bushes outside? <laughs> um, he is suffering from being a Predators fan. Ah, so he's, he's yeah, he's tipping the bottles. Okay. Yep. All right. So he's going to swing by on Sunday night into Monday.
5: See, that's bad news. I'm going to tell you why that's bad news. Because I am going to find out today, this evening, Friday evening, whether I am going to have jury duty, and if I have jury duty. I am not going to be here. Oh no! Yeah, if I get called in to do my public <sighs> service, can we have Ralph fill in for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, should I be concerned that I will be called the jury dude? Like, what? I mean, should I be worried about this? Because if I get called in, those are like regular business hours. Those I have to be at like the courthouse at like eight in the morning, right? I, I'm sleeping at that. I can't be up. at that Bad hour.
10: job by you when when I I told you when they try to call me in. In Burbank, California, I uh, told, I blamed you. I said I work yeah. on the Ben Maller show. Here's the hours. Yeah. Sorry, but I can't be in there during yeah, yeah. daylight hours. And they let me go, Ben. They they let me pass. Really? So my my theory
5: is like if they call me in, I'll just say that, and then I'll be able to go, right? But I have to oh, still well, go in though. That's well, the you'll problem.
10: be you'll be wearing your MAGA hat too. So <laughs> the-
5: <laughs> yes, I'm going be wearing my Donald Trump makeup. The whole thing. Yes, absolutely correct on that. Yes. <laughs> No they, question about it.
10: They will let you go immediately.
5: I I will say anyone that's can, uh, charged with a crime guilty. Uh, that's what I will say. Done. That's it. A lock her up T-shirt. Uh, yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all criminals should be locked up forever. That's my belief. Uh, anything to get me out of jury duty. Yeah. For you guys in prison, I'm just kidding. All right, I'm just kidding. Relax. Talk more Raiders. I get I get guys on. I love these guys. Now, when I first started in radio. Back in the Stone Age, right? I get letters doing the overnight show from guys in prison. They were actual letters. Now I've got guys on like Facebook Messenger sending me messages from prison. You know, it's, it's just great. I love that the technology has entered the prisons. I love that. Our guy's six pack. Now, six pack's old school because he still sends snail mail. That yeah. guy's six pack. Yeah,
10: he's the originator. He's been doing it for years.
5: Yeah, yeah, he's a a friend of ours. He's he's probably the most senior P1 incarcerated listener that we have. He
10: is our favorite male sender from the system.
5: Yeah. And and he's, you know, possibly in the past maybe uh, given us some contraband. You know, maybe. I I don't know. Can't talk about that. Maybe it was somebody else. I I forget. There's a lot of guys in prison that love the show. A lot more loved it when we had a beautiful woman, Karen Kay, that worked for the show. Not so much with people like Ralph. but you know. Sorry. Yeah. What, what, what? The Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. All right, we'll get to that and your calls. We'll do it all next.
6: Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of your closest friends most of who will ignore you. Please take a second to like our page at Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller.
5: We'll get to the Coop Scoop on entertainment in a moment. Uh, Steve writes and he says, Ben, are are you going to let Weedman back on the show? Uh, Well, Steve, I have not banned Weedman. He's free to call the show if he wants. I... You know, if he apologizes, I mean, he's, I, I don't. I'm not going to unblock him unless he apologizes. But maybe if he does do that, we'll consider that. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not upset with him or anything like that. He seems more upset with me than anything, I guess. I mean, from what I'm told, he's very upset. So, so I guess to answer the question, if he if he apologizes, then we'll we'll let him back on. Uh, let's go to uh, who is it? Jermaine in San Diego's next up on the Ben Maller show. Hello, Jermaine. Hello, Ben Maller. Yeah, yeah. What's going on?
13: Not much. I wanted to know. I have a rap name.
5: Yeah, what's your? I have a radio name. My radio name is Ben Maller.
13: Okay, my rap name is Juicy Energetic. Google me, like Shaq said. But I just, you know, I just got a few points to make.
5: Oh, I see what you did there. See, you're trying to get some promotion. We dumped that.
13: Yeah. Wait, wait I, well, I want to talk about the uh, what's Shaq and uh, Charles argument. It's real quick.
5: Yeah, you're on the air. I'm not, I didn't hang up on you.
13: Okay, okay. Here it goes. Here it goes. The famous moment that Sh- that uh, Chuck has is when during the O.J. Chase. I call it the O.J. Championship because I remember I was what, like 12 years old watching the O.J. Chase, and Charles Barkley was just getting beat by Michael Jordan. Okay, that's all I remember him for. But Shaq, uh, hey, Shaq got championships with us. We Lakers, you know what I'm saying? I'm a Laker, and uh, I just wanted to say Shaq won that argument. Chuck is always trying to do things to piss Shaq off. Like in his new commercial when
5: he threw grapes at him, he left his shack to smack him in the back of the head, then. All uh, well, right. The well, the OJ chase, the, it was a Knicks game. That was a Knicks game. It was the Knicks and Rockets. Yeah. The, Charles, was Barkley on the Rockets that year? No, he was, he he was, was with the, the Suns. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah. That was the
6: year before when it's he played Michael Jordan. It's a bad job by you, Jermaine. You were
5: oh. it up. You were, you were trying to take a shot at Barkley, and you screwed up the year. <laughs> it's a bad job by you, oh. man. You got to get your years right if you're going to take a pot shot like that.
7: Hey, all right, all right. Well, yeah. I, I wanted
13: to say, Ben Maller. Uh, yeah, can I take a shot at you? It, it'll be really quick and really simple. Well,
5: why would I endorse on my own radio show? You taking a pot shot at me? Why would I sign off on
13: it? <laughs> I don't know. It's just it, it'll be it'll just it's like really quick. I'm turned, I'm practicing. I'm a comedy. Along, you know, I'm a professional underground rapper, but yeah. I got a few comedy things I'm practicing on.
5: Now, when you say you're an underground rapper, what does that
13: mean? That means, uh, like. I'm not Jay Z, but I'm known in San Diego.
5: So you perform at like uh, like, Nike, like bars and stuff? Like, where do you perform at?
13: Oh, well, I've I performed all over. I mean, it's just that, you know, I don't yeah. got a million dollars, but I got a couple thousand. You know what I'm saying? I
5: got. Well, Ralph used yeah. to. We, well, we, let's we, see, we, let's we, see what he has. Well, man. no, hold on a second. Now, me and Ralph worked in San Diego. Ralph was a rapper back in the <laughs> early 90s. But all right. Well, go ahead there, Jermaine. Here we go. Uh, Get your flow on. I'm J.E., just energetic, I'm on the microphone, and you better give
13: me credit, I do what I got to do, and i take the antiseptic, people be trying to get energetic every day, they be like Jermaine, can I come over and play, the honeys love me, and the homies do too, I got money everywhere, and one plus two equals three and four, Ben Mallory, you know, nobody ever heard of you, or your show, they don't know about you in the morning, they don't know about you at lunch, they don't know about you at dinner, sometimes you just the crunch, a piece of a Captain Crunch It's just energetic, and I'll give you
5: that punch. Woo! Another ringing endorsement from the rap community. All right. Thank you for that, Jermaine. Very talented. Keep working on that, and uh, you'll never get anywhere. But thank you. I appreciate that. All right. There goes Jermaine.
10: Where he goes, no one knows. You know, Ben, this show is so big that he's going to have record company executives trying to track him down just from the podcast. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, that was so good. It'll be- Calling us up because we record everyone's phone number that calls in, so they'll try to they'll call up and say, What was that caller ID on that guy Jermaine in San Diego? And we'll be like, All right, we'll give it to you.
10: Thank you, San Diego. Yeah. What a gift from San Diego.
5: Yeah, they might have lost their NFL team and their basketball team years ago and they have no hockey team, but you know, they got Jermaine. So. Jermaine and Padre Baseball. What more does one need? <laughs> Alright, what happened to that guy Patrick, the Uber driver? Is he still around? Alright, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We'll take your calls. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. we got Balderdash still to go right now from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We say hello to
6: Wreck-It Ralph. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And there was one game going on in the NHL that mattered. And that was Winnipeg winning 5-1 in Game 7 of the Western Conference Semifinals, beating Nashville... The Jets take the series four games to three. Next up will be a matchup with the Vegas Golden Knights, who have advanced to the Western Conference Finals in their inaugural season. Game one of that series will be in Manitoba on Saturday. Game one in the East between Washington and Tampa Bay will be a Friday night. Dustin Johnson amongst the leaders, sitting at six under par. There's six of them, and they are atop the leaderboard at the Players' Championship. Tiger Woods at even par. Phil Mickelson. Probably going to be doing something else this weekend. He shot a seven over par first round. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the diamonds, Vince Vasquez, Vince Velasquez, excuse me, twelve strikeouts. Philadelphia six three win over the Giants. Boston gets a JD Martinez game winning homer in the eighth inning they beat the yankees 5-4 baltimore finally has double digit wins they beat kansas city 11-6 and atlanta has won eight straight road games they were nine two winners thursday night in miami ben
5: all right very good we're coming to you from the geico fox sports radio studios 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on your car insurance just visit geico.com for a free rate quote that's all you have to do it's a big weekend in Hollywood, I think. I don't know. I have no idea. I lied. Uh, Let's find out, though, what's going on in entertainment and the Coop Scoop on Entertainment Direct from Hollywood. Major motion picture star. You loved him in Liar Liar, and now he's all grown up. The Koopa Loop. That is correct, Ben, and you're actually right. It is kind of a big weekend as
11: far as uh, television goes anyway. There's a lot of good stuff coming out this weekend. And real quick, I, I mentioned this last week on Coop Scoop on Entertainment, but I have started watching it myself, so now I can give a an informed review. I mentioned it's a show called The Rain. Uh, it's a new Netflix original series, and it's a-, it's a Danish original series. So Like a Danish muffin. Yes, uh, it's so it's out of out of Denmark for those of you that don't know what that means uh, but the, the show is uh, it's one of those things where if you start watching it like just like it defaults to being dubbed in English but me personally yeah. if you're watching like a foreign film or a foreign show you can't watch the dubbed version it just it's ridiculous it's gonna take you out of you're not seeing the real performances from the actors plus their mouths are moving but it doesn't match the sound it's it's terrible so go into the settings and change it watch it in the original Danish uh, language format but it's a it's a very interesting you know a post-apocalyptic thriller it's 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 good stuff it's not like you know one of the best tv shows ever but it's very entertaining so i would check that out so if you have nothing else to do you can watch yeah yeah, yeah. All, right, I guess. all right now uh premiering premiering this week ben uh this is already on and it's a it's kind of a kind of interesting it's a, a new uh drama on netflix it's called safe now, it's a uh, French production, but it's set in Britain, and it stars Michael C. Hall, who you may all remember from Dexter and from Six Feet Under before that. Guy's a great actor. hasn't really, uh, I haven't really seen him in much since Dexter, since that awful ending of Dexter, but he's back in this Netflix original series. He plays a surgeon and a widower who is attempting to raise his two children, and uh, one of his daughters goes missing, and secrets are exposed. So that is available right now on Netflix. And then uh, moving on later, uh, also premiering today on Netflix. Ben, you might be interested in this one. It's a, a documentary miniseries. It's called Evil Genius.
5: Oh, it's about me. I, I knew they were making that. I'm glad they went. That's out now? No, it's not
11: about you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a true crime series, and it's produced oh, okay. by the Duplass Brothers, who have been yeah. doing a lot of great stuff lately. Right, what's it about? It's, uh, it's about the bizarre... Twenty oh three
5: crime known as the Pizza Bomber Heist. Do you know about this, Ben? The Pizza Bomber this is uh, no, I know the one the pizza pizza thing a couple years ago with the election, but I don't know this. One. No, okay, so
11: it's a four part series and it and it takes a bomber. Yeah. Yes. It begins with a pizza delivering man attempting to rob a bank with a bomb strapped to his neck. <laughs>
5: <laughs> this seemed like a good idea to me.
11: And it leads to a manhunt, a gruesome killing on live television, and the unraveling of a criminal conspiracy. So I will absolutely wow. be watching that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a that. Of, uh, I remember that. Yeah. This definitely sounds interesting to me. And uh, last but not least, Ben. Yeah. Uh, the Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, that's my guys. Making Those are its, my guys making its return Thank with God. new episodes. Thank God. Exclusively on Amazon Prime, and that should be available right now as well on Amazon Prime. And uh, also one last thing. I, I, I know I said this was the last thing. So but there's two th- last yeah, things. Yeah, this is the last one. Uh, on Showtime, Saturday at 9 p.m., it's a, another miniseries. It's called Patrick Melrose. And the only reason I bring this up, because the, the plot's like, eh. But it stars Benedict Cumberbatch, who's pretty awesome in anything that he's in. He's a drunken playboy attempting to overcome a traumatic childhood. And uh, that is Showtime, 9 p.m. On Saturday,
5: all right. I, and by, before we finish the coop scoop, I have this is from Stacker: the 100 worst action movies of all time. You think you can get the top three worst one action of t- movies of all the, time? Yeah, one well, of the, okay. I have the I have the, the top three. This here. this has I to I be do the, the top five. Hold on a second. I need to do the top five. Okay, all right. Go ahead.
11: This has to be in there. I just watched this for the first time last week. Face
5: Off. All right. Hold on a sec. let <laughs> Let's see. Is it in the top five? How dare you? Face do off is not, a great do movie. do not see them. Oh, my God. Do not see them. <laughs> at least two of them have to be Nicolas Cage movies, right? <laughs> uh, I haven't heard of any of these. I don't think. I don't think I've seen any. I don't go to the movies a lot, but you want them? I'll get yeah, the, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, uh, top five. These are the, according to uh, Slacker, the 100 worst action movies of all time. Number five Dragon Ball Evolution. Did you see that? No, it's the anime. I don't watch anime. <laughs> I love our balls. All right. Uh, number four Battlefield Earth. That's 2000. That's 18 years ago. That's, That's a, I think John Travolta's in that, right? It's the
6: Scientology uh, movie.
5: Yeah, you're right. John Travolta is in it. Good job. Uh, number three, Racist. Number three, Alone in the Dark. Did you ever see that? Alone in the Dark. That sounds familiar, but no. Christian Slater was in it. Uh, supernatural detective. He played... Uh, no, I haven't seen that? that. All right. That. Apparently that sucks. No one saw it. Uh, number two, House of the Dead. See no. that? Oh, wait. Is that Bloodthirsty oh, Zombies?
11: No, no, no. I've not seen that. <laughs> no. I, I got for a second. I was thinking House of Wax, which was that Paris
5: Hilton movie. <laughs> I guess this list, this list sucks. Uh, number one, worst, according to this, the worst uh, action movies of all time. Number one, uh, something called Turks in Space. Number one. It's a sci fi action comedy. Never no, heard they, of they, them. They dug deep for, for those. Yeah. Pretty bad, right? This is not a good list. We don't like
10: I haven't nope. heard of any of these. That's a bad list. Well, I think the list is supposed to be a bad movie, so
5: Well, I know, but you're supposed to have heard the list, right? You're supposed to have heard yeah, some Yeah,
10: uh, it should be bad movies that you've heard of. Uh, so
5: heard speaking Blood Rain Blood Rain's number six. Does that do anything for you? Blood Rain? N- no. 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 rollerball, roller number seven. Blood Rain. Actually, I have seen
11: Blood Rain. Okay.
5: Yeah. Uh, uh Left Behind? No.
11: Ben, did you ever watch a Nick Bill and Ted's kids? Bill and Ted's Great Adventure?
5: Uh yeah. They are making a third one. Well, that's right. Didn't uh, was Ralph mention that the other day, didn't Did you, he? The dudes are like 50,
10: right? Oh, I, don't, I don't. Or older. I don't
5: listen to yeah, that. Yeah, no, I mentioned sorry. that the <laughs> other day, and yeah. they're back at it. All right, very good. All right, thank you, Coop. Uh, we'll get to the uh, – let's introduce our contestants right now. Why don't we get that going, and then we'll play the game here in a moment, full segment of Balderdash.
0: Uh, and now – it's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this?
3: Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say.
5: So our, Hit it. our champion, is he's not playing. He says he's got to work. Yeah, he's got to work. What's up with that? Uh, so in, yeah, so instead, we've got our contestants. We've got two new contestants. We've got Eric in Portland. Hello, Eric. Yes, sir. Are you the same Eric that played and was had a great run a while back? Are you that same guy? No, I am not. Oh, you're a different Eric. A new Eric. Fresh blood. <laughs> Fresh blood. All right. And what do you do in Portland, Eric? I drive trucks. Yeah. Now, well, a truck, not multiple trucks. Yeah? Are you just driving around Portland? Is that your local uh, gig
8: and all that? I'm... I am driving out to Hermiston as we speak, going through the Columbia River Gorge.
5: Nice. All right. Well, hold on a sec. Eric driving his truck, and we've got the Amusel King. We've had the Amusel King on before. Hello, Amusel King. How
4: are you today, sir, Ben?
5: Welcome, man. You ready to do this? Let's
4: do it, my friend.
5: All right. Well, hold on. That's the small talk. We've got the Amusel King and Eric in Portland driving his truck. Balderdash in its entirety. Next.
6: Follow our exclusive Reddit page. Find our subreddit, at Ben Show. Where you can post stories, message other P ones, and enjoy being a part of the Maller Militia. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Ben Maller, and it is time for Balderdash.
5: We have our contestants ready to go. Let's lock them in here, and we say hello again to Eric driving a truck around Portland, Oregon, and the Amusel King. And hold on, a second, let me push the right line up. There we go. Hello, Amusel King. Yes, sir. All right, tell everyone in Beaver Dam where you live, Amusel King.
13: Central Pennsylvania, Ben.
5: What's that? Central, Central Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I got you. All right, very cool. All right, a lot of trees. A lot of trees around you, Amusel King. A lot of trees. All right. Uh, here we go. We got the Amusel King. Eric, the categories are draft day, early retirement, and north of the border. Eric, you got on the air first, so you get to pick the category. Draft Day. All right, Draft Day. I will name the player. You tell me the team that drafted them in the Draft Day category. Your name is your buzzer, gentlemen. Good luck, and we are on our way. $200. Again, I name the player. You tell me who drafted him. Lonzo Ball. Eric. King. Eric. Mm. Eric. Lakers. Correct. $400. Shaquille O'Neal. King. Eric. Oh, these guys are quick. Hang. King. Right? King.
4: Orlando Magic.
5: That is correct. Six hundred dollars. The draft day category. I name the player. You tell me the team that drafted him. Darren McFadden. Ooh. King. King.
8: Dallas Cowboys.
5: No. Incorrect. Eric. Eric. Oakland Raiders. That is correct. Could be the turning point. So. I'll name the player. You tell me the team that drafted him for eight hundred dollars. Steve Nash. Eric. Eric. Phoenix Suns? He's going with the Phoenix Suns. and Apparently that is uh, correct. I, man, I thought he was drafted <laughs> by the Mavericks. But he was. Oh, he signed so with a free I. agent with the Mavericks. You're right. He went to the Mavericks. You're, right. You're correct. It's Phoenix Suns. All right. $1,000. $1,000. Uh, draft day category. Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. King. Ooh, King, I think. King. Oh, King? Washington
10: Redskins. He's, That's wrong. He's going.
5: Hey, he got it right. He got. It. He thought he was wrong. He got it right anyway. All right, we're done with that category, uh, gentlemen. We move on. Early retirement is the next category. Everyone in this particular grouping of questions retired before the age of thirty-five for two hundred dollars. List legend was forced to retire at the age of thirty-two after tests revealed he had the King. King. Uh, King. Magic Johnson. Yes. I can't believe Magic has answered answer to two different questions already. All right, the four hundred dollars. This two-sport stud was drafted twice in the NFL and played for the Kansas City Royals before retiring. Eric, Eric. Hey. Eric, Bo Jackson. Correct. Now that, that was the first time Magic's been mentioned. No. Nah, nah, the Orlando Magic. How about that? Oh. <laughs> 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 That's right. a stretch. All right, $600. This co-MVP in 1997 rushed for 2,000 yards in a season but couldn't deal with the constant losing in his final years and decided to hang it up at the age of 30. King. King. Barry Sanders? Correct. Amusel King gets it right. Barry Sanders of the Lions. We keep going on Balderdash. We're going fast. I like this. $800. This Hall of Fame lefty retired at 30 years old due to arthritis in his elbow. uh, The pitching arm, he... King. King. Sandy Koufax? Correct. Three Cy Young Awards, an MVP, three World Series wins, and the Hall of Fame for Sandy Koufax. $1,000 winning rookie of the year in 2006-07. This former trailblazer and Timberwolf made three consecutive All-Star games. Eric. Eric. Brandon Roy. Correct. Nice. (laughs) Geographical advantage for Eric on that question, (laughs) and he took advantage of it. All right, guys, north of the border, everyone in this category has played in the CFL and the NFL. All right, here we go. $200. This 1998 Heisman winner was taken 5th overall by the dolphins he would set a single season franchise rushing record before he was actually drafted by the uh, by the saints but he would set a uh, single season king. king Ricky Williams Correct yes And the funny part is Anthony is a dolphins fan Oh is that right yeah, he might want to <laughs> maybe fact-check that. that the uh, Mike Dicker traded the entire Saints draft of 1999, <laughs> the draft Ricky Williams. All right, uh, $400. Starting his professional career with the Edmonton Eskimos, this former Oiler was King, in. King, Eric. King. Washington. Warren Moon. Warren Moon, that's right. <laughs> Eric's upset. He's, he's getting frustrated. you got to stay focused. You're listening to Balderdash. If you like it, we do it every week at about this time. Give or take. If you don't like it, we only do it once a week, so who cares? Uh, $600. Probably the best CFL player ever. This 1984 Heisman winner was drafted by the Bears. King. King. Doug Foody. Correct. This is, feels like a runaway train at this point. $800 drafted out of Notre Dame by the Miami Dolphins in 1971. This Super Bowl champ and 1983 MVP. King. King. King.
4: Joe Seisman.
5: He's right again. Wow. Ouch. Does it sting yet, Eric? Yeah, we'll close out. Bit. We'll close out the board with this. Thousand dollars. Signing with the Calgary Stampeders in 1994, This former former 49er quarterback won a great cup and threw for King. King. Jeff Garcia. Bam. Wow. Ouch. No Moss. No moss. No Moss. Well, it was competitive for a little while. He got off to a good that start. About as
8: much as my uh, kidney surgery earlier today.
5: So there. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that's a punch to the kidneys. Uh, Coop, uh, what's the grim details here for Eric and the very exciting details for the Amusel
11: King? Eric had twenty six hundred dollars. Amusel King fifty eight hundred dollars.
5: Wow. Woo. Okay, so that is a blowout. That, that means thank you, Eric. We have a nice parting gift. We'll give you a lifetime supply of nothing. So whenever you want I'll nothing. Take it. Think of the Ben Maller Show, the show that gives you nothing. uh, And a flight to nowhere, too. So you're going nowhere and you're getting nothing. We hope you enjoy that prize package. And for you, Amusel King, you get... Because I've got a golden ticket.
7: I've got a golden ticket. Now,
5: you realize this is both a blessing and a curse because you get the golden ticket, which you can use over the next month. But the curse is you're invited back next week and you're going against one of the great Balderdash champions. So. I, I came
4: for Justin. We'll go get him. Oh, look
5: go at work. that. He's talking some trash about Justin. He's ready. You're not you're not intimidated. I have no thank you, Amuse King. The key to beating Justin is you've gotta shout your name out fast. He's so fast on the execution of that.
3: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.
11: Let's go
3: places. From football playoffs to basketball madness.